Welcome to episode number 32 of You Had Me at Halo, where we talk about one of the game's most storied franchises. All right, well, today we have our very own celebrity joining us, <laughs> our very first celebrity <laughs> joining us, uh, and we got a lot to talk about. We have a lot of new campaign details. Uh, we, we have a lot of things to discuss in terms of Joseph Staten's most recent interview. I'm sure most of you who are pulling up to this show are uh, probably are coming up to us with some bloodshot eyes with a lot of with a lot less sleep than you're used to uh, since the multiplayer just dropped on us while none of us got to take time off of work. Um, so we do thank you for joining us. But before, before we get into the topics, let's go ahead and introduce everybody. Uh, by the way, we will have some uh, Spartans joining us as the show continues on. They're going to be dropping in <laughs> via the drop pod, right? Yeah. <laughs> We're just gonna. Well, actually, yeah, what what is that called when you when you get them dropped into the, on the campaign when you get your Marines dropped in? It's, well, you don't get dropped in Spartan. Yeah, it's it's drop. Yeah, well, it's a drop pod, isn't it? So, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So yeah, we're gonna do the drop pod. Uh, so first up, I want to introduce uh, our guest, uh, Spartan John, aka Mister Mechanical. How's it going, John? It's going good, and it's nice to kind of be like, finally, I can come on. You know, Xbox Series own Halo branded show because, uh, yeah, you might have seen. I've not really been able to, and it's not because you guys didn't really understand why I was avoiding it, but now you kind of know. Um, so it's nice to actually finally be here and hang out with you guys and chat about, yeah, one of my favorite franchises ever. Um, so thanks for having me at last. Yeah, well, thank you. <laughs> Sorry about all the lies. <laughs> Right, right. It's like, uh, you know, we're just starting to wonder if just John didn't even like Halo. But uh. <laughs> I can see uh, I made the universe for fun. What did I miss? Why was he avoiding it? And look, I'm going to show you in a cool way. I've worn this T-shirt countless times, but I've never turned around. And this is the rare back of the head shot. But you can see. Look at that cake. <laughs> so that's why I've not been uh, appearing on, on the show. And this was a this was a present from from 343 when we went there so oh, yeah man it's pretty cool that is very cool to be able to say you walked in the 343 and uh probably got to see some things that that most halo fans wouldn't get to see but yeah. uh, we'll, we'll see what we can get from you uh we know that uh today probably you know every one of our viewers so far probably is uh is a microsoft uh lawyer you know making sure that you don't say anything yeah <laughs> honestly the terrifying terrifying people um so yes i am being well behaved honest i, I hear they're well paid too so they probably know what they're doing <laughs> <laughs> all right and next up we got uh spartan uh jesse aka mr don cabeza how's it going jesse i am doing very well i hope you are as well my friend <laughs> Abe, thank you that, one bad mother it's the most you know thing, only heard how you talk to me when we're not online <laughs> i'm live but uh, you know, before we before we get going with some of the topics today, John, since it is your first time on the show, yeah. um, as a guest, we want we do want to find out a little bit about uh, more about you and and Halo. So, is, is this like my Halo history segment? Is this yeah is this the just, moment where I get to shine? Yeah, do you know make, make it give us uh, show us your your Halo cred. Okay. Uh, tell tell us uh, what tell us about your experience with Halo. Uh, first time you ever played it. 
know, yeah. I mean, First uh, time you met John Halo. <laughs> <laughs> he he's really cool and isn't afraid of anything. Um, so uh, well, not many people know, but uh, the Master Chief was actually named after me. Um, no. Uh, I don't right, know why well, they added the H in, though. You know, yeah, that was ruined bullshit. It. Well, they didn't want to, you know, make him anyone else feel bad. Um, no, I mean, Halo. Halo is the reason I love Xbox so much, uh, and I think that's probably true of the majority of Xbox fans mm. out there. Certainly, of my age group, um, you know, played it in a in a electronics boutique in the UK in a demo pod in two thousand and one. My mm. younger brother and I, silent cartographer, co op minds blown um and you know the the romance started from there um and i've always always loved them there was lots of land parties and things like that um but then i think halo 3 when when they released forge was my kind of the addiction surfaced because I, I used to love multiplayer and i was quite competitive at the time you know and just just for credibility reasons uh halo 3 ranks 46 in Team Slayer, and I think 47 in dubs. So not bad. Oh, like, wow. I'm okay. I'm older now, so I'm not expecting such performance. I've, I'm currently ranked Platinum 3 in Halo Infinite, which, considering, oh, you know, I was quite rusty. I just, hit, I just hit Platinum 3. Oh, cool. Oh, there you go. That was my first ranking, and it's only going to go up from here. So <laughs> as I get hang of it. Um, but when I, when Halo 3 released in, in 2007, and, and then they released the... Um, God, what did they call it? The Foundry Map Pack? I can't remember. It was called something. Um, they released Forge, this this Forge that you could actually move the entire, every object within the map that they'd made. Because originally Forge was intended to be, uh, you know, a, a map adjustment tool, not mm. a map builder. Um, but the community were like, oh, if we place this thing on top of this thing, oh, it's a cat, it's a Halo podcast. Or it's an <laughs> Xbox Zero podcast. Um, if I place this thing on top of this thing, I can make a make a structure, and and it kind of ballooned from there. And uh, if you didn't know this, if you ever played Halo Three back in the day, uh, I was the co-author of the very first ever community-made map in matchmaking, which was Infected Manor, which was a house map in the Infection playlist in Halo Three, um, and that was cool. And that kind of started my relationship. I had a couple of others in in there during Halo 3 matchmaking for Bungie World, Bungie Day, or whatever they called it. Um, Halo F Reach, again, very addicted. Got a few maps in matchmaking. I think Kingdom in the MLG playlist at some point in my life um, was a big one. And then well, Halo 4 came out, and I didn't like the Forge as much on that one and kind of just fell off the train for a little while. Real life was happening and going on. But then Halo 5 came out, and that Forge tool kind of really did I, I played more forge hours than i have multiplayer hours which is kind of nuts um yeah. and yeah i mean you've you've probably played some of my maps in matchmaking at this point uh, in halo 5 from fever pitch or hallows or uh the ghost in the shell one so i actually won and i'm i'm gonna cheat i never do this on a podcast normally but yeah. that needler on the wall I actually won second place in a map making contest for ghost in the shell um, when they did a tie-in promotion with the movie. So I've got quite a lot of familiarity um, with the franchise. And, uh, you know, I've worked with the Sustain team at 343 for a bunch of various projects um, relating to Halo, um, for Halo 5 matchmaking specifically. 
and yeah, and that's that's kind of how I got the got the gig. I think they they realized when when I was working on something, I was addicted to the point where I was like, they were like, hey, you need to adjust this, this, and this for performance reasons, and it'd be like three hours ago by, I'd be like, done, and they'd be like, oh, okay, you're really keen. <laughs> so I get that. I guess that put me in good standing. But yeah, that's that's me trying to nutshell uh, my history with Halo. So I hope that gives some idea but i'm a big fan read all the books or most of the books i have no idea who you are i'm sorry no what? any idea <laughs> yeah I, I mean i'm, I'm you know i'm not I, I don't proclaim to be you know halo famous community wise but you know i've i've been lurking for a long long time so yeah it's nice it's nice what, to kind of see that recognition later on that was really cool what, what john's trying to say is that he's kind of a big deal <laughs> Well, I am in the credits for a Halo game. Like that's, that, is, that is a. I said, I said to my uh, one of my mates, I was like, I was seventeen when I first played Halo. Who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? Like all those years later, twenty years later, I'd actually be in the credits for a game. I mean, that's me. insane to me. Me. I thought you would. That would happen the whole time to you. I didn't Did even you? know you. Oh yeah. wow. I was like, that guy, John Clark from England, that, he's going to be in Halo. Infinite. I've not met him yet. Right. So he'll probably yeah. be in a Halo one for, day. For people that Halo don't know, just... come out yet when I was started thinking that. that was a <laughs> for crazy people story. that don't know, uh, Jesse is the brown noser of uh, the Xbox era. He's doing very well. Very, very <laughs> not, well. Not when it comes to Abe, though. <laughs> not when it comes to me. because, you know, it what, what, doesn't matter what I think. Um, <laughs> so, John, I got to ask, these are, these are a couple really important Halo questions. Uh, what is your favorite Halo? Uh, can I come can't back talk to you? As well. Can I yeah. come back to you on that question? Oh. Uh, okay, no, let, let, you know. Oh, let's pretend. Oh, oh, yeah, I know let's, pretend let's pretend. Uh, okay, what's your favorite Halo, Halo before Infinite? Uh, Halo Three, probably. I mean, okay. it's Halo Three to Halo CE is probably mm. a tie. CE because, uh, regardless of the repeated level design and the and the you know the kind of old nature of it now um mm -hmm. i still feel the combat holds up the the gameplay loop is is just mm, perfect i know the game like the back of my hand and, and yet somehow i'm never bored of it mm -hmm. but halo 3 probably just pips it to the post not so much because perhaps i feel it's a better game or it's got more memorable levels or moments but um it was at the right time in my life where i got to spend an enormous amount of time and made some incredible friendships that mm -hmm. i'm still friends with people to this day that i met playing that game um so halo 3 probably takes just just by a hair um as my all-time favorite so far hmm. that that's actually a, a pretty good answer and i i think that's what's unique about halo because a lot of people do tie nostalgia to it right like we tie some really good memories to it and the community aspect of halo and maybe you know xbox like that whole thing came together because of halo you know, and I think that, um, you know, some people's best gaming memories are because Halo brought us all together. You know, even the people that weren't giant first person shooter fans. And it's like, yeah. funny, I've been talking to people about that this week. Right. Uh, just some of the feelings people are getting going on there again. And, you know, some people coming back to the platform or coming back to the game for the first time in a long time. So that's pretty cool. All right. So um, we got a super chat. Oh, all right. Let's let's add, let's go through this. Mr. Uh, Joanna Dark. Hello, gentlemen. Do you think Halo Infinite story will be more emotional and impactful than Halo 4? And mm. what story DLC would you like to see? I guess we'll start with the beginning one. Do you think this will be more emotionally impactful? 
I'll let you guys answer this first. <laughs> you want to go first, Jesse? You're literally the only one of us that can answer this. I know. But, well, that's, that's <laughs> we're, we're gonna go. No, no, I mean Abe. Okay, I I, no, I know uh, the story. I probably uh, know more than you do, John. Oh, you spoiled yourself on purpose. Yeah, he's a yes, yeah. So more than me. I spoiled myself so that I could moderate our forums properly. Wow, that's some dedication. I got to hand it to you. No spoilers. Uh, no spoilers, guys. We're not going to talk about any plot. Nope, All right, so, so I haven't spoiled myself, guys. I'm going to say yes because I feel like, uh, contrary to oh, what Jesse, nice. Contrary to what Jesse thinks, I think Halo Four story is a bit overrated. All right, so Mike, how's it going? Much better now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a rhetorical question. You're not supposed yeah. to answer honestly. You're supposed to put on a brave face. Oh, great, <laughs> awesome. In in England, we have. I, I, I've noticed this in America. I'm tangent alert. Sorry, this is a thing. Right in England, we say you're right, and someone will go, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, and that's it. That's the end of the conversation. <laughs> right, that's it. That's that's any any interaction where you don't actually care. And so shop, <laughs> shop, shop, going pop into the shops, going doing supermarket run, anything where you're interacting with someone you don't really know or have any investment in. That is a general example of a conversation. In the US, I noticed when I've been over there several times, if I say, how you doing? I will get a life story from you, mother. (laughs) (laughs) I will genuinely get a life story. We don't have as long and miserable a history as England does. No, that's true. true. We're we're still happy. (laughs) But I I just want anyone, anyone in the States watching, if a British person says, you're right, just say yeah. Because we don't care. We're asking. This is a pure. A lot of us do. Politeness. I promise. There's there's a fair amount of us that do. Okay. <laughs> right, do you care you. or do say yeah? Oh, that, that do just say yeah because none of us actually care. <laughs> maybe it's a maybe it's a, a shop person thing like coffee in the morning. I'm not here for conversation. Oh, it's definitely a thing where if you work at a company, they will yell at you that you must talk to customers no matter what. You have to be the nicest person. The customer is always right. Even if they're a total shithead, doesn't matter. You've got to be too yeah. behind. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't subscribe to that methodology. No. But anyway, Mike, it's great to be here. I'm on I'm on the Halo podcast. This feels good. I and it's sick. nice that you're here as Hi, well. I was saying yeah. I was going to miss you. And then, you know, so it's, it's all worked out wonderfully. Yeah. Um, we were just asked via Super Chat, which apologies to Joanna Dark, Mr. Joanna Dark. Um, it's her that, husband. Ah, there you go. Um, yeah, that whether we think Halo Infinite story will be more emotional and impactful than Halo Four. So that was the first part. So I'm gonna, and Jesse's gonna. Abe said, "Yeah." What do you say? I hope yes, yes. I yeah. Let's let's go with yeah. Cool. I think I, I think having a. Yeah, I won't go back. I won't go well, down that. There's right a lot now. of opportunities just from what yeah. little I guess you and I know. I'm not talking to these two people, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know, the, like there's a lot of opportunities that like mm-hmm. I like that they asked. They showed the clip of the weapon asking, "What did Cortana do wrong?" You know, mm-hmm. like that whole just that alone kind of caught me by surprise. And then you add in just if there is a resolution for Cortana, how that's going to go, like. You know, I will give you one thing that's tangible that's not a spoiler, uh, and that is the music. I, I feel mm-hmm. like the music in Halo 4 was not bad. It was just kind of there. It was very different and very sci-fi. 
it, and I was just listening to the track uh, today, you know, from Infinite. And right off the bat, you start getting chills in certain parts, man. It, it, it does a good job being modern and slightly different. While Thankfully, it's while, finally on legal YouTube channels. So you yeah, can watch, you, you can, can legally it watch it, guys. Yeah. <laughs> it, the, the soundtrack for Halo Infinite is incredible. It is. Um, and it, my and it hits all the track. nostalgic notes. Yeah. The thing is, my my favorite track, even the prog rocky stuff, like at the end of matches, like I, I'm not a big fan of that style of music, but it kind of works. But the the real, I think the the best track, my favorite track, and it isn't a typical Halo track, is the banished kind of theme. The doom, in the oh man, every time it's just such an incredible. Any Halo video I ever make from now on will probably have that track in it because I just think it's awesome. Um, I think that's why I like all your videos, John. Every time you <laughs> hit, the, hit those music. notes, I'm like, this video is the best. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> I try. I try. <laughs> uh, but it makes a huge difference to me. And I could just, I could, it's like I was listening to that. I could almost picture that. I was like trying to picture what scenes would come with that. I'm like, I'm, I was just excited about that. So, um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, even even Todd Howard said they start with their music before they start putting their scenes and their stories together. So I think yeah, you, well, a lot of that has to do with it. It's like um, uh, to use a real world example. Um, and in, I presume most people know this, but you've all seen Interstellar, right? Mm-hmm. So classic 30 or 20 or 30. Mike. Times. Mike. <laughs> what the hell's wrong with you, Mike? Michael right. Sky. I don't. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I know. It's it's on my list. It's on my long list of movies to catch up on. Yeah. But to give you an example of relevant to Interstellar mm-hmm. is um, when Hans Zimmer was apparently approached for the soundtrack, he was like, What's the, give me a theme. And you want, you want a theme for this? What, what is it? And uh, Nolan told him to write, you know, write music about love, not about space or sci-fi or aliens or anything like that love and that was the track he came up with and then when he heard it, it was like oh god this is a sci-fi movie and he's like no no no, this is perfect and that soundtrack is incredible in that movie so, yeah it's one of the best he's ever made yeah it's important you got it, the music is just as important a character as your motion capture and your voice acting and your, <coughs> your art so mm-hmm. 100%. Oh, yeah. i'd say it's even more important than graphics because you know you mentioned ce earlier and the music, you know, gives me more of an impact now than obviously the, the graphics. And, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, sure. that, it's the music that gives me the goosebumps when I play that game. What is, like, what the is thing everyone, on, uh, sorry, The thing everyone calls back to with CE is the silent cartographer so much. Even in the previews and everything they talked about today, it's a silent cartographer. And the, so much of that level is that intro with the music and if the music wasn't so good you know having yeah. five people you know five six people running next to you as you go and fight you know 10 enemies it's really not epic the it music makes epic. it epic yeah yeah was, yeah and the direction like, yeah the art direction in this game from everything i've seen that you've shown um and i, I can start playing it actually i have the preview going along with this oh. um, wow. yeah i'm a fancy bitch i do have to <laughs> I um <love> <laughs> All right, we're going to be AKA one second bitch. until I unclick. Okay. Okay, we got sound again. There, there you go. There. There we go. How's it going, everyone? Yeah. I might have spent many hours setting all this up, but now it all just works. I love it. But yeah. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess I guess that's a good segue um, mm-hmm. to talk about campaign previews. So uh, I guess I will, you know, you guys, you guys saw the preview and hopefully the chat have seen my preview uh, today. 
you know, spoiler alert, it's the best one. Um, <laughs> out there. Totally. Honestly, I, I've I spent a long time like uh, you. We can say I, no matter what, it is by far the most comprehensive one. I think that's an objective fact. I did see. I did see ACGs. Um, I don't know him. His was another good one. Yeah, he he, he went really mm-hmm. into town, but his yours was, was better. But yeah, double the length. <laughs> well, I my, the goal with mine was to was to as a Halo fan was to kind of capture and then provide the reassurance that if you are a fan of how Halo used to be, you will find warmth and comfort here um, in, a, in a very positive way. And I think that's the best way I could probably word it. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I spent the whole week uh, in every hour that I wasn't actually working uh, recording and playing and editing and, and trying to give something that really kind of doesn't spoil. So there shouldn't be any spoilers of any particular significance in, in the video, but um, just to give you a feel for the combat uh, on heroic, um, I did consider trying legendary, but I, I, I wanted to have good combat, not me <laughs> peeking from behind a, a box. Today on IGN, I uh, saw legendary. Yeah. Oh yeah, that looks hard. Well, I, I've, I've made, I've, I've moved on a bit from the preview and, and obviously I can't talk about it, but what I can say is, <laughs> Whew. Uh, yes, it's, it's, it's a, it's very nice. I'm enjoying it. It really is the beginning of the game. Yes. Is the word I can say, you know. All right. So, so let's ask, a, give you the beginning. let's ask a question that, that probably hasn't been talked about in any of the previews. Oh, we and, did. Sorry, we did miss one part of the super chat. Oh, which we did. Was, okay. What would you? Where do you want them to go for DLC? Oh, that's well. That's going to be a really good time. Actually, I think that's going to mm-hmm. tie into you some wanna, things. Yeah, you want to pin in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's let's come back to I that remember. one. So we we will not forget that. But that's uh, that gives us an. We'll ex- get to it. Yeah, well, get, that's an excuse to get back to some things because Joseph Stain actually talked about that a little bit today. By the way, Mike, if you haven't read that article yet, you need to. The Euro uh, think, one, yeah, it's really. Yeah, good. I think he's. I think he was specifically talking to you. Uh, I think yeah. he might have wrote that article to you. <laughs> so uh, me and Mike have had a lot of talks about you know Halo's campaign and 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 whether they can you know pull off this uh, this open openish world. But we're going to come There's back. Many times I wanted to give you guys reassuring answers, but it would contain spoilers, so I haven't. But then Joseph Staten said a lot of it, so. Yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna read some of what he said had to say and, and kind of talk about you know the future of Halo because that is a thing. Uh, the one thing that Mike doesn't like that he says all the time is this is just the beginning. But there there is some exciting things when you talk about that, right? Like because I, I I look at that less as a an apology for anything and more as a guys get excited because there's a lot of things we're going to do uh and, and but again i'm going to get it chasing that rabbit and it's not time to chase that rabbit so let me ask you this um john so you got a chance to play some of the campaign mm-hmm. and you, you've been playing it on heroic i'm assuming you dabbled a little bit in legendary or not uh no normally my it's an interesting one and i i have to be careful in what i say uh <laughs> i i normally play through Heroic first when I play a campaign and then I'll do the legendary one. But the Heroic run is the one where I take it a little bit easier. I I will, you know, go off the beaten path. The legendary run will be the as quick as I can to the next checkpoint and avoid as many combat scenarios as possible just to make the achievement unlocks. Because a lot of the time legendary is more of a grind. I think really the only legendary that I felt was truly, truly fun uh, was probably CE or three. Two Mm. was 
dumb. Um, and and just four and five, them. I didn't love the games. Campaign. Did you ever enough. get to do five with four people in Legendary? Yes, great fun. I mean, yeah. if I was playing co-op, yeah, it's Legendary all the way because yeah. there's enough bullets. In the air it was 100 designed for that. It really didn't work without. Yeah, at least that's, three. That's a whole other story. Um, but yeah, I uh, I've been playing through it on Heroic, um, and obviously I can only talk about the first four levels, but um, I haven't dabbled in higher difficulties yet, purely because. I kind of want to get my first run through, get a grasp of the story, and then maybe I'll start experimenting. And it's worth saying that, you know, I'll be playing along with everybody else. There's a part of me that doesn't actually want to finish it right now and and wait until December 8th and kind of experience that joint joy of discovery with everybody else. There's, there's something valuable in that, um, in, in my opinion. And it's the one thing that stings about co-op. That's the one thing that truly, truly stings. As I've been playing through what I have played, um yeah and, and you know we again joe joe staten talks about that in his in his interview from earlier today but it's the one thing that the more I, when i read that i was like i really really am sad that it doesn't have it right now because this world is built for it in my opinion so yeah. hopefully they come through and make good on that co-op promise because there's a lot of future fun to be had well, and to your point, I think we can we can see that. I mean, just the fact that we've had a chance to play, you know, in a big team battle and get get a feel of the wide battlegrounds, and then you look at that, you 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 can you can envision it, right? Like you can envision you and a buddy uh, if they do this right, and I, that's the whole point of them delaying it. If they do this right, allowing us to be able to uh, strategize in ways, you know, maybe that we haven't been able to do in in really any sort of campaign-based uh, co-op game, you know, where you can get on, you know, maybe you pr- approach a base from different angles, right? Yeah. Things like that. And, like, even in Destiny, if I think about Destiny, it's more, like, when you're doing your 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 missions, it's, you know, more straight on, right? It's more linear. Yeah, and, and you get pulled to each other after a certain amount of yeah. time. Like, it, a lot of the stuff they talked about trying to avoid are the issues that Far Cry 6 and even Destiny's co-op have, yeah. where you have to do the same thing unless you're in a patrol, but then even if you start up certain things, like you start up an actual mission, it's just going to pull everyone in there and a load screen. Um, what's the progression like? Like, is there, is everyone just going to be master chief or is part of co-op? Cause Joe Staten said like there were even some things that people hadn't thought of or they hadn't done before that they were looking into as well. And I really do wonder if that means the other people, Oh, Ursula joined us. I'll put them in in a second. The other people with you, what if they were the multiplayer Spartan just so you could look different or like, how are they going to figure out exactly how progression works with the whole upgrade system and valor and all that? Yeah. All right. Yeah. I'm going to get soul in here, which means we'll be muted again for a second. One second. Do boop. 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 We Okay, we're unmuted. Hey. We're unmuted. Oh, Yo, right. sorry for sorry for coming so late. I, I was getting ready to leave at the last moment. Someone walked through the door. I'm like, come on. <laughs> I love we, we, we call them the so drop. Weird. We call them the drop pod, and we didn't even need to use a rock pack for it. So that, yeah. that's the other plus. <laughs> we moved on from the rock packs. Uh, okay, what you, so what do you think of my layouts, John? Hmm? Works pretty well. Uh, yeah. I was just admiring them actually, and yeah, mm-hmm. it looks it looks sweet. I like it. Yeah. Stream yards the, the best. Yeah. Yep. All right, you may go, Abe. Okay. All right. 
Cool, cool. Uh, by the way, uh, welcome, So Good to see you, man. Yo, good to see all of you guys. Good to see you here, John. I think this is the first time we've had you on for an episode, right? It, it is. Uh, it's <laughs> glorious. It's actually really nice to, to be here because I felt, I felt mean. Because, you know, <laughs> Halo, Halo is like my, one of my favorite video games of all time. And then it was like, hey, we've got a Halo podcast. I was like, cool. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then they delayed the game. And I was like... It's another year. <laughs> another year <laughs> keeping secrets. <laughs> Great. I love we're, it. I love we're asking moment. John, you know, talking to John about our Halo podcast. He's like, are you sure if you're into that kind of thing? <laughs> <laughs> Halo? <laughs> Take it. That's all that. Not even relevant anymore. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Uh, so good, so good to see you. Uh, me and so mm. put played and, and Mike actually. Uh, all were, and uh, Andre and Jesse. Too. Yeah. yeah, we're all yeah. were in some some big team battles uh, yesterday. And it was nice to be able to play with all you guys and, and not yep. a soul stupid uh, <laughs> rules. So uh, that was a lot of fun. But welcome. <laughs> so <laughs> so John, I just yeah. If, for people who don't know, uh, Soul comes up with the worst custom game. We had one community play night. Okay, you'll get used. I like them. I'm not gonna lie. I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Rocket Race was fun. The but, Shotgun uh, Halo CA one was hot dog shit. That was, <laughs> that was interesting. <laughs> so, John, I, I want to go back to what I was asking you about with that. So you're playing it on Heroic right now. You've played other games in Heroic. That's usually how you start off. Is it your suggestion for most people if that's how they played it in the past to start there, or would you go up or down? Because I feel like when I watch some of the videos, and maybe it's just because everybody only shows their best moments, uh, generally it's looked kind of easy in the videos. Yeah. Uh, I just just make it right. So here's what I would say is uh, I I have been playing Halo for 20 years, um, and the combat loop that you guys are all familiar with, and indeed anyone in the audience um, that, that loves Halo, is present and correct. They've done some unique things, like some new moves, that, that catch you unawares. And as someone who's super familiar, you're like, oh, oh, that, that was unexpected. And it's a mm. delight. And it's like, oh, that's cool. Like, I'm jackals, right? You guys know the drill and you can see it in some of the footage when I'm playing through. But you do the pop on where they're holding the shield. They yeah. pull back. You raise the reticle just a bit and pop them in the head and then you move on, right? It's a nice, simple process. And I, I, hopefully my memory is correct. But now they not only do that move, but they also do this move where they spin the shield up. Mm-hmm. Um, and make oh. it and make it and, and it just it throws your muscle memory out. And I'd love to chat to the design team at three four three when it came to that just that minor animation because the functional elements of taking on a jackal are exactly the same as they ever were, but just that minor thing had to rewire my brain and change how I that muscle memory would work. It's, it's kind of unique in that way, and there's loads of little touches like that um, throughout the AI, but. From a difficulty perspective, yeah, I've been playing for a long time, so I wasn't having trouble on Heroic, and I, I was playing very gung-ho but reserved mm. to try and get good footage. Um, there were plenty of deaths that I did not include. Um, <laughs> I did consider lying and saying, ah, one take, you know, but well, no. Um, first try. And they have they have said that normal is the set. In, like intended game up. Yeah. I saw that. That's why I thought. I saw a lot of people doing previews at normal and dying a lot in normal. Really, huh? um, I found it too easy. So I think anyone that's. Yeah, but you're an esports pro. (laughs) 
You're what would kill you? Like, in the world are something. you like surrounded by enemies? Is that, is that and they just take you out? Uh, they can do. Yeah, they're, they're a lot more. The brutes, especially, uh, can be very aggressive depending mm. upon what you've done. Um, but there's just lovely little callbacks. Like, do you remember in Halo Three, you'd hit a brute and the, the hat would ping off, yeah. and you know you could get a headshot yeah. then. Um, there's there's stuff like that that's still in there that just calls back to that kind of moment. But they have these. Um, as well as their power armor, they actually do have shields as well now. You can see in some shots a, a brute might be red-colored and he'll kind mm -hmm. of stamp on the ground to activate it. And even just little touches, as you approach enemy combatants and they realize you're there, you'll see, like elites particularly, their shields will... Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's cool. It's as opposed nice to, yeah, it's Honestly, there's some lovely little touches in there um, that I absolutely adore. And... I, there's going to be a lot of experimentation. Uh, you guys have all seen Mint Blitz. I mean, yeah, you, yeah. I can't wait to see the kind of. Cra <laughs> I always saw something crazy from the Forerunners level, uh, the Foundations level, the second level in the game, where he was using the the bridges they came up to just bounce and grab lift and <laughs> all kinds of crazy stuff. I'm like, how do you think this stuff up? But it's incredible. I can't wait to see the experimentation that comes out of the game. It's this is a nice looking video nuts. game. Yeah, it really is. It is, and I loved this scene. Where you know it was the real callback to lots of other halos with the look oh, at the light, cool. please. Yeah. Um, I did experiment. I sh I, sh I was considering doing. I might do like a YouTube short about what you do if you do nothing. He gives you a he gives you a hilarious look. He's like, he doesn't say anything, but he's just like, dude, hello, dun, dun, dun. anyone in there? You know, like it was quite amusing. <laughs> All right, so let's continue to talk about let's well let's cut, finish covering some of the gameplay before we move on to some of that sure. stuff. Um, within the sandbox, are you able to kind of share some of the some of the evolutions of that, or you know maybe maybe just like a moment or two that really stuck out to you, uh, where it's like, hey, yeah, this is this is like CE or, or three in in, a, in the wider environments, but uh, but evolved, right? Like, talk yeah. about the sandbox a little bit. Okay, so um, there's lots of, of unique things. I can't have to be careful because there's some stuff that isn't in the preview, so I don't want to miss mm. me. Hey, they showed teleportation portals in their own goddamn pre-gameplay <laughs> overview. Um, I haven't seen any of them. Did they? Okay. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm going to... map. I will be careful. I will be careful. Mm -hmm. um, so the, the really the really cool thing, the, the grapple hook changes the game right so uh, and you've seen people wax lyrical about this in the yeah. today yeah. they're not wrong it feels like such a natural um evolution you kind of like oh this has always been here because there's so many things that it just enables so even just like you can see on the footage just grabbing a fuel coil but doing that mid battle with you know plasma flying overhead and your shields are down and you pull off some sort of crazy clutch you reach behind the enemy you grab it and you throw it it feels incredible to do um and then outside of that it's not just explosive coils you've got electroshock coils and and these kind of uh, hard light coils with all these different energy types in that have different reactions and then there's these giant versions that kind of explode and send out more stuff raining mm. down yeah so it, it feels very very dynamic to play um uh, it, it's it's a great sandbox i think uh, it's early days but it's probably up there as one of the best halo sandboxes um there's a couple of guns where you might be playing around with them in multiplayer i know i am and i'm like ugh, to this gun right <laughs> uh, particular culprits might be the bulldog 
Um, and the pulse the, carbine. No, it's the it's shotgun, the hard light shotgun with the, the with the oh. reticle. You can make it horizontal or vertical. I can't remember the oh, name. Oh, oh, uh, yeah. Heat wave. Heat yeah. wave. Thank you. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, when you when you start to get the grips with them, yeah, okay, they start to make a lot more sense, and I, I have a feeling I'll approach them in a different way as I've now been playing around in yeah. the sandbox. Um, to how I'd use them in multiplayer. And it's depressing me because I haven't been able to play, sit down and play multiplayer really since Tuesday night because I've just been mm. so busy doing this. Yeah. And, uh, Holy crap. yeah. Four vid five videos, right? That's crazy. Dude. I went for six, but six. I, I could still do it. I could I could grab the footage from the, the tower level, um, which is another level we're allowed to show. Um, mm. I might, if I get time this weekend, maybe kids are asleep or something. Um, but yeah, I figured this was enough to wet everybody's whistle. Um, and I edited out all the cutscenes and, and any spoilery bits, even the bits from the second and first level that we were allowed to show mm. by purposefully cut out. Because I think particularly the second level has quite a few story-related bits that start setting the stage that I was surprised they said we could include. Um, but you would have seen mm. them elsewhere. But if you're really trying to be careful, I think I've skipped them all yeah. in my... Uh, um, in my Jeff Gersman skipped every cutscene on Giant Bomb too, so you could watch yeah. it. That's awesome. Oh, that's I, and I appreciate people who do that, honestly. Cause yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing worse than being spoiled. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. Some Plus, moments are really cool on their own. Like for example, have you guys seen the ground pound videos? Um, yeah. that's going yeah. around. Oh, it's it's that, really cool that yeah. I saw that, but it would have been really cool if I'm like, wait, I get this upgrade, and what this animation is amazing, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, to be honest, you can you can look in the menu and it will tell you what it does. <clears> what it does is it, one thing. When I saw it in action, I'm like, whoa. Oh okay, yeah, I didn't the expect animation that. is cool. It's yeah. very very cool. <laughs> Uh, honestly, yeah, the, I'm going to spoil it for all the chat. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, the animation in this game overall is just awesome. Um, there's there's some issues with the frames of the animations, yep. but like outside of that, they, like the hit reaction from the brutes is really fluid. Mm -hmm. Like that, the the hit reaction from the enemies is one thing in particular that I've been noticing is you can you know you, like you can shoot um, the feet of grunts for example and they'll kind of start tripping over and stuff like that like yep. it's it's uh and there's really good hit reaction whether you're hitting someone in a shoulder or a leg yeah. it, it's even in the multiplayer reaction. right I've, I've had a death where i was in the air and someone shot me and my body starts like barrel rolling like through the air until it hits the ground i'm like well, that was cool <laughs> yeah yeah they, yeah they have added some more of the animated mm. physics that i feel like we're more present in the first one it's it, it is a callback to ce in physics in some ways right or am i just imagining well, that halo 2 halo ce physics engine was basically based upon ovals that did that right mm. it was completely uh, string and sellotape together which is why the warhog in particularly in ce was this <laughs> bouncy ridiculous thing um halo 2 introduced havoc um and you know this mm. this uh, to my knowledge I don't know. Uh, this still uses an iteration of some sort of Havoc physics engine. I don't know whether it's now in fully incorporated. Well, Xbox owns Havoc, right? They, they do. do, yeah. Microsoft yeah. does own yeah. Havoc. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, you're absolutely right. They're, in particular, satisfying uh, is the Mangler, the the brute Mauler mm. cousin, uh, the Mauler from Halo 3. It's like a cousin of the Mauler, the Mangler. And it fires these spikes that have this arc to them so it's it's quite a short range gun but it really you really feel every bullet as you're firing it and watching the brutes react if you hit them in the arm they'll kind of 
fall back oh, like that, or cool. they'll stumble and scramble back up again. It really is very um, – it's a stark difference to just – bang, 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 you know, I'm just a, a stone wall. I will just take these bullets, yeah. my shields will pop, and I'll go, Rah! It's yeah. very, very um, well done. And, yeah, there are issues with um, the actual frame rates of some of the animations, um, climbing animations, and the cutscene transitions. You know, you might watch the cutscenes and think they look great, and I think the cutscenes are incredible in this game. Like, you... Mm -hmm. You guys ain't seen nothing yet. Um, <laughs> but uh, Digital Foundry is correct, right? Um, I, I feel like they oh, often yeah. get a bit of a bad, bad rap unnecessarily because oh, you said something mean about my favorite video game. But they're, they're not talking <laughs> about whether they love it or not. And I think when they talked about do they love playing the yeah, game? Their yes, actual video really was positive. extremely positive. It yeah. was just yeah. their tweets and some forum posts but, that people saw yeah. first. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. People infer and, and read into perhaps intent where there there isn't any. But do you mean Pegasus Nation cut out uh, strategically <sighs> cut out certain clips? Of course they did. Keep going. <laughs> um, but yes, uh, hopefully those things get fixed. You know, this is a preview yeah. version. Yeah. Um, although they went gold today, which they I think they announced earlier on, they yeah. are they you know they've still got three or four weeks there's probably still a, a yeah. day one patch that's going to be imminent um, i mean the series s right it's it's definitely running on a lower thing than it than it should be i feel like that hopefully that's going to fix a launch too yeah i think in the base oh, it is? or the flights they were it's it was running yeah it, there it's running 1080 it was running way better in the flights and right now yep. this build when digital frowny tested it it was 1080 30 and then 1080 60 like it, it just 1080 30 in quality mode 1080 16 performance which is like what yeah it's definitely buggy yeah, so, so I haven't had a chance to see everything today. So yeah, so um, oddly enough, there is a 120 hertz mode for campaign on Series X. It it, it really you know dips and dives, hmm. um, but if you got VRR, it's fine. But it's over 100 most of the time, which is really yeah. awesome. I had no idea. Ra wow. Around 1080, um, 1080 to 1440, but then Series S just seems like it's stuck at 1080 30, 1080 60, and it never waves. Yeah, something's wrong there for sure. Yeah, definitely seems buggy. Yeah. We'll have to see. Yeah, and things can still happen in the last few weeks of development. No, they can't. <laughs> Everything's locked in forever. <laughs> I mean, if you watch the uh, the Halo Two documentary, like I remember the developers in there, the ones that are basically, um, you know, uh, look like they're on their last legs at the end of that, that <laughs> development cycle. Um, when they said, like, "Hey, if we just had two more weeks, just two more weeks, we could," you know, like like that. Things come together. A lot comes together really late. So you know, in 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 uh, AAA development, especially when they got new things going on. So I, yeah, I've, there could be some. I've definitely learned a lot this year and last year with regards to AAA development. You know, mm -hmm. like and that's that's why I try to frame things when I speak about it uh, to the limited amount that I can speak about it. In that that isn't a that isn't hyperbole when someone says it really comes together. In the last few yeah. months, it really comes together. Uh, in the last few months, um, yeah, it, it, that's absolutely accurate. And you'd be amazed the differences that you'll suddenly spot, and you'll be like, "Oh my god, what a what a leap!" Um, but there's lots and lots of people working super hard. You know, I've had some incredible interaction with with the team at, at three four three, who, uh, hey, guess what? Absolutely love Halo. Absolutely right. want to make this the best Halo game you have ever played uh, with every intent to fulfill that singular purpose. And 
if you if you if you're one of those three four three haters, or if you're on the three four three defense force, which I'll now be accused of being on, um, you know, don't don't do that. These guys are human beings. They're absolutely yeah. desperately trying yeah. to make the Halo game that you guys have always wanted to play. Um, and it's I funny because this props. one, this one really turned into like if you go back to our earlier shows, this game is, has ended up being everything I kept asking for with like an yep. open world Halo with. Being able to like call in vehicles and find weapon variant weapon wrecks like the wreck system and now they get the variant system. Um, one thing I noticed in this is also you don't get descoped in campaign when you get shot, huh? Really? I didn't even notice that. Yeah, uh, I've been watching people's previews. I have not noticed them getting de- like I like like uh, Gersman on Giant Bomb is aiming down sights with a battle rifle, getting hit nonstop, never gets descoped. Hmm. So I think they, they they are separating campaign and multiplayer that way. Also. Cool. The only time you seem to go to third person, like press a button, is if it's starting a cutscene. Otherwise, things just activate without an animation of your hand going out yeah. and hitting it, which is a nice. Well, I, I did see him just punch something. That, that was fun to see. I, I didn't see that and, before. And that was like a cutscene. So. <laughs> I, I loved that. In the first cutscene, it was like, huh, we locked out. What do we do? Can you yeah, just, really just goes, No. Punch. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Absolutely love it. Have you guys talked about Chief being more talkative in this one yet? Uh, no. Uh, All right. Well, we can cover that next because that actually ties into like an interesting um, possibility because uh, there's not not just Chief talking, but let's talk about, let's kind of go into the story a little bit and start with the the characters, the, the three Chief, uh, Newtana, and Brohammer, right? Brohammer, yeah. <laughs> so let's talk about those three. And... Uh, what, what's your impression so far? I know you, you know you've been trying to stay away from some of those spoilers, so we didn't get a chance. God, Matt Cat is such an asshole when I'm on things like this. Um, but the, I love you know, it's, fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he hears me. Like whenever he hears me on a podcast, sitting here, all of a sudden it's like, oh, it's time for me to get. Up I here. just close a door and I've got a lock. I've got a bolt on the inside to prevent cats, children, and my wife from coming. It's <laughs> 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 um, wise, but yeah. Um, so, yeah, talk about those th- those three. Like, what the just impressions? I know you don't want to give away too much. Yeah. But like, so, what's your impressions of that dynamic? Um, I mean, I, again, I, I tried to give you guys a flavour of this in my preview video, and certainly chat if if you're watching now, go go give it a watch afterwards, perhaps. Um, but there there is a lot of intrigue here. Um, and look, I I haven't finished Halo Infinite yet. All right, so <laughs> I'm not speaking from a place of knowledge where I'm going to wink and smile and. <laughs> yes. Jess said he finished it today. <laughs> oh, yeah? Did he? Oh. oh, good for him. I'd be very curious to have a chat with him when I get there. But um, let's let's try and let's try and nutshell this for you. I think the, the some of the characters are fulfilling a purpose, and the pilots is to show a real human side that you don't see from necessarily from the chief, who is very stoic. He's a man of few words. Mm. Um, the pilot is terrified um genuinely terrified and there's there's some stuff that occurs later on that gives you a little bit more insight into that and why um and i think it's it's probably the most interesting aspect so far for me to where i am which is just those four preview missions um where i am in halo infinite i i love this i think the voice actor who i can't remember the the chap's name but he's done he's done an incredible job of being likable, you know, no one likes to root for a coward, 
but it's kind of like Pippin in Lord of the Rings. You kind of you like him, even though he's a bit of a wuss and he's scared. Because yeah, yeah you'll you'll find your courage somehow, and and I think that is the pilot's journey that we're going to see finding his courage back, despite everything he's been through, and you know, um, and then <laughs> new Cortana, um, she's an interesting one for me. I, I feel she's a little bit overly cutesy. Uh, yeah, uh, what there's a word for it? Um, Twee is the word I used in my okay, in my yeah. preview. Um, <laughs> Eccentric. Yeah, you, guys, no. you guys have played It Takes Two? Not yet, no. Not yet. Okay, so there, there's the little girl Rose in that game. Um, and she's twee. She's like, oh, <laughs> mummy, daddy, everything's fine. <laughs> New Cortana reminds me a little bit of that, but every now and then, you got to remember, she's based on Housie's brain, right? She's designed to infiltrate and delete Cortana. Every now and then, you'll get these little hints of, of that aspect of her personality. Uh, and they start to come through. And obviously I muted a lot of the cutscenes and I skipped a lot of stuff. So you guys want to see that, but you can just get some little hints. And it's like, it, I am intrigued. Um, mm. I don't know if I like or love her as a character yet, but I do want to know what is going on here. Because there's lots of unanswered questions, you know. Um, I think I think in the publicly released footage, she says, hey, it's been six months. Da, 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 da. What's going on there? What What's happening? We don't know um there's a lot there's a lot to find out but the chief himself to go back to your original point yes i, I would say he's definitely a little bit more talkative um I, and i i don't want to say more than that because the things i do want to say i i would probably consider are diving into spoiler territory so i'm not gonna so, so on that note, because you did mention in the preview that you did that, uh, by the way, excellent preview. What's it? You did mention like as a potential negative, and you weren't the only one. I think Miranda mentioned this too, and the IGN uh, was that they it does feel like you do like coming into this without any background. Uh, you don't maybe get as much out of it or like they're expecting a little bit out of it. But then I was reading Staten uh, today and Staten was actually saying like, this is supposed to be a big mystery, kind of like CE. You don't need to have the background. Yeah. So could, like, is, is that maybe, uh, I, I guess, uh, and, and I'll try not to like lead the witness here or anything, like that, but do, <laughs> is it possible that there's just maybe because, because we know about the story, um, we look at things and, you know, we're kind of coming to it with, with different expectations potentially, or could you, could you see this being a little overwhelming for somebody new or to, to kind of go, uh, yeah, this is uh, ge genuinely. Yes. I, I do yeah. think that they still, they still lean a little hard on everything that came before. Okay. Right. Um, the, but look, the chief is, he's been around for 20 years. Uh, yes. You could start this game. Um, I, there's a couple of a couple of ways I'd approach this. One, I still think that the game could have used an ODST style intro, just a brief one. Oh, some, yeah. well, you've got enough great music. Use some music and just be like, the year is da 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 mm. da da. Following da 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 da, and just just you know high level. Just like give the text, them, right? Give some, yeah, just give them yeah. give them a Star Wars intro, and then then start it. I think that that would be beneficial for people that, because I, you know, I, I have friends, IRL, believe it or not, and they were like, oh, dude, sort of preview, don't. you know, hey, 
you know, will this make more sense to me than Halo 5 did? Because, you know, Halo 4 and Halo 5 particularly were very reliant on lore and books that you might mm. not have read and oh, stuff happened off screen in comic books and crazy stuff like that. And the answer is fundamentally, yes, you will have an easier time. I, I think I touched on this as well. Whilst I agree that they still rely too much on that prior knowledge, I was still asking the same questions I remember asking in 2001. You think about it. You think back to CE. All I need to know, Cortana, is did we lose them? Who? <laughs> uh, what? Why we make a blind jump? Why are we here? What is this ring? What is going on? We yeah. didn't know a thing. And right. now we take it all for granted. I did. I read the book before it came out. All right. All of course right. you You're did. One of the he's, very few. You're scouring the internet for... <laughs> we were all spoilers. lazy, like that's some sort of positive. But yeah, I, I think for Infinite, it was evoking similar questions. I was like, okay, so this happened... Uh, and now we're here, and a significant period of time has passed. You remember that's that's public knowledge. That pelican, mm-hmm. you know, when he woke up, the pilot, he was clean shaven and yeah. you know hair like mine. Right, and then right. they do that great cut scene where we watch the battery go down on his device with his family recording on it, and then he's got an admirable beard and a full head of hair. That's a significant period of time. So there is mystery here straight away that you're like. What is what is going on? So I think in that the biggest mystery, if I can cut you off real quick, the biggest mystery is for that many months, where did he go to the bathroom? What did he eat? Yeah, how, are how did he avoid bags? the banished? And then the, the yeah. one minute he's got the chief online, they're like, "Hey, found you." Well, technically, you could probably say he he used his pelican's power to grab the chief. Oh, uh, and that that's what registered the banished. Well, the, he actually yeah, used the right. chief. He did something like that cutscene is like him powering everything back yeah. up, and that probably yeah. is what makes him light up for them. Yeah, I can see. Um, I can see uh, nine foot UT. The weapon kind of seemed like a bridge for new players. Maybe I'm wrong though. Um, do you know what? I, I actually think that the hmm. the weapon could be that. I, I'm I'm leaning more towards the the pilot hmm. uh, personally. Um, he does not want to be in this scenario <laughs> at all. Um, and he makes it very, very clear. Um, whereas the weapon is there to do a singular job um, and then somehow is still around after it. So there's there's lots and lots of mystery here, yeah. just like in CE. And, you know, the, the, the game is taking us through that journey to find them. And I guess the other character, which I don't think you mentioned out of the trifecta, and is the one that I think is exceptionally well written thus far is Esherim himself and mm. I guess the banished as a whole. That guy um, is an excellent voice actor. He did um Samuel Hayden in Doom Eternal. He does Reinhardt in uh, Overwatch. So is is he, he like a very, regular very, presence in the game? Esherim? Um <laughs> yeah, no, I guess we're getting to spoiler territory, yes, right? He's the big bad. <laughs> he's so the bad I guy. would imagine, yeah, he's the he's the main bad guy. He's yeah, like he's, small, right? He's I've the leader some, of the banished. I've read some read some books, seen some movies where the big bad only appears like the last last little bit, you know. So Yeah, I mean I've already, in these, even in the preview John put up, like you see yeah, pretty I see holograms and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and he he, you know, certainly in the in the bits I've played thus far, you know, that's kind of the interactions you've seen with him, right? Mm. Um is just via those holograms. But yeah, you're absolutely right, Jesse. The voice actor uh, and just the, the menace mm. behind the lines. And the script itself is also great. Like, mm. really good. I mean, the only the only one where I'm kind of like, eh, 
not for me is is the weapons lines on occasion mm. but you know i think she's there to be that kind of naive slight comic relief um which is originally what i thought the pilot was going to be kind of funny and pilot's not funny at all he just does not want to be there um it's just a really they've really done a great job uh from a story perspective if and he's you're first a Halo fan. Yes. so this is him yeah. grabbing an armor core here in the on the screen yes yeah uh, upgrade right. yeah so you and, and just that moment that was really cool put in yeah. the hand i, I mean yeah. i loved it i mean whoever thought that up like that was really just cool. that moment of respect <laughs> for his former yeah. comrade um it's and straight to flinging things at people <laughs> yeah it's like, it's like I mean, I, I thought he killed his Marines to take their guns. I mean, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, I played with Dan during the extra life stream, and that's like he's just murdering everyone. It's like you can just hold X and take their gun. <laughs> you didn't have honest, that's, the battle rifle he had. That's a viable <laughs> tactic. You take you take uh, yeah, a rocket a launcher and you give it to the Marine, and they've got infinite ammo. Rocket launcher. You know, you just mm -hmm. have to hope the AI holds up for a while. Uh, yeah. Well, that is. Oh, I guess we'll get to that later. But that is one of the reasons that the game was delayed, was for things like marine AI. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. We, yeah. We definitely really deep on that. Yeah, we definitely need to touch. It wasn't on that. all graphics. Yeah. No, it, it, we kind of knew that, right? But uh, yeah, he definitely he def talks about some of the design changes. So just kind of stay in the story just for a little bit longer before we moved over to some of the other. Uh, gameplay stuff yeah i mean as somebody who hasn't read the the spoiler or who hasn't like, got into all the details of the spoilers and things like that you know one of the things i was thinking about when i saw Nutana, I, I i agree like initially she came across as really cheesy but i think that i mean it, to me it always seemed it seems intentional and that and that's because my expectation i think a lot of how she lands is going to be her development and growth over the game yeah. You know, yeah. like does she become? Because mm -hmm. because I think then then you'll you'll really feel this 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 uh, you know major sh you know wait, wait, if she grows up you'll feel that right it'll become because yeah. she's like already growing on me as I'm playing through she's growing yeah. on me more and more um, but it's, you know it's just the initial thing maybe it's a friend it's probably <laughs> not though is it it's probably not a friend it's probably a bad guy you know the lighting. <laughs> Kind of indicates bad guy. She's kind of like um, she's kind of like a newborn, right? In terms of like how AIs are, kind, she's kind like, of. But you know, they are IQ of several thousand, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. real yeah. world experience is yeah. where she's lacking, and I think that does come across. So yeah, yeah, it's written very purposefully, and it's not it's not bad. It's just maybe not to my personal taste, but she is growing on me. You know, you uh, remind me of, uh, like, even, for example, that first speech we had of Eshram, right? I feel like people got caught up in the visuals during that speech because the speech itself was great. Like, it was mm. it was really well written. The music was on point. And it was pretty, like, I watched it again after, like, way back when it happened. I'm like, okay, this is this is hype, you know? So if that's what, like, the writing's going to be like, then I'm, I'm pretty excited. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. don't see past his face, though. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I did catch the one the one part though. He did say uh, Staten did say it is a mystery story. You mm -hmm. know, you are paired with the AI companion. So I think there's going to be a lot of things that we all discover together at the same time, whether you played Halo or not. That hopefully, hopefully they can land some of that stuff because I think uh, essentially that's what's going to make yeah make or break the story, yeah. right? Like how they uh, baby. You can you can have a lot of great seasons of a show, but then you know uh, you, you lose George R. R. Martin for the last couple, and it just goes to shit. So you know uh, that landing. Oh yeah, because his version of the books has done so. Oh wait, it still doesn't fucking exist. 
<laughs> so that that can make all the difference. All right, I want to like because I've been talking a lot to John. I, you guys, especially if you're jumping in here, um, what question? What other questions do you have about some of the things we touched on? What's or, the ending, John? Yeah. <laughs> uh, the ending is the fight out from Mission Four. Hmm. Damn. That's it. That's all I'm allowed to talk about, and I haven't got anywhere mm -hmm. near the end yet. So yeah. Have you? Uh, have we talked about the bosses yet? I'm. I'm. That's, I'm really curious about that and how three for three went and made what was originally one of the weakest parts of the Halo series into apparently one of the strengths. Uh, no, we haven't talked about the bosses yet, and I suppose it's a good time to do so. Yeah. So I can talk about two. Yeah, Tremonius and the Lock, Gawk, and Two Smoking Barrels Elite. Choclock, oh, yeah. Choclock. So this guy, Tremonius, he wasn't too too tricky to this batch. And the, the one mission I didn't do a video on was the Tower, which, which is where you face off against this um, active camo elite. Um, and you just get the threat sensor as a as an equipment piece. That's now, cool. You didn't put an ending on this video. Look at that. It's just green boxes. Uh, hey, it was it was running I was running on empty here, man. I'll let you uh, adjust that later on. Um, but yeah, the the bosses I think are actually a, a minor stroke of genius um, because first person shooter bosses are usually rubbish. Mm -hmm. I don't think I'm going out on a limb here to say that right. Mm -hmm. These are these are bosses, but they're just souped-up enemies. But what they do is they've got very unique move sets that normal enemies don't, um, and they pack a bunch. And they, you know, they're just super tanked up. So you really have to think, how am I going to take this guy on? Um, and you know, when I first thought against um, Choc Chocolate. Chocolate. Let's call him Chocolate. The elite called Chocolate. When I first fought against Cadbury. Um, you know, Hershey's was very, very determined to kill me, and he did so efficiently and quickly. Um, because the game was saying it was still kind of we're still in tutorial land four ep episodes in, because at least that was my impression. Because they were like, you know, new Cortana was in my ear going, Chief, use your threat sensor. Because in campaign, when they're active camo, the radar goes out, and you can kind of see where they are to, to land some shots on them. And, um, I'm embarrassed to say, and hey. Three, four, three. Like right and then the four D-pad things, right? Yes. So it's kind of like you have to press the button corresponds to adjusting the equipment and then the button for the direction of whatever equipment you want to select. It, it, it initially, and I didn't realize because I was so like zoned in and it was probably like two in the morning at, at one of these points. And I was sitting there kind of like, oh, threat sensor, I don't have time to figure that out. I've just got to kill this guy. So the first time I fought against him, I was just trying to do it using the grapple. And I was like dying around like Batman. Mm. You know, shooting down when I could see him, and it was really, really hard. Um, once I got the threat sensor, it became a little easier, but he packed way more of a punch than Tremonius did, and that's all I can talk about from a boss's perspective right now. But, yes, I okay. think they're a great addition. They don't outstay their welcome. They come at a time, and they give they give these guys a pretty cool intro most of the time, and you're like, okay. oh, Lord. <laughs> like... Uh oh, this is going to be hard, and especially when you're when you're in this kind of arena environment, and they have backup via normal banished floating around, it can lead to some very challenging scenarios. So I think Halo veterans that love that combat loop, they're going to have a fun time with this. That sounds nice. awesome. 
Yeah, a lot of potential. And I think it's because of this, the sandbox. I got to keep saying that word. Anyone who hasn't watched all the previews a lot is the way ammunition works now, mm. where plasma weapons refill. If you go over a weapon, you don't mm. have to pick it up to get a 70%. You can just take Correct. that and fill up. And and there like are that, also, yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. There are also mm. stockpiles around where you can just walk up and refill your ammo type. Kinetic, yep. plasma, and was it hard light? Yeah, they're, they're not permanent. Uh, there's there's kinetic plasma, uh, and I presume there'll be hard light, and I presume there'll yeah. be a, uh, electric. Like explosive? Electro oh, electric, yeah. Because, um, yeah, those are the, the full weapon types that are in the yeah. hard light. So that's what I would, presume. Hard light would be the cannon. Heat that wave and cinder shot. Oh, and heat wave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, the purple thingy. I got this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So... Um, so Oh. <laughs> but, uh, real real quick I, I gotta ask um, are you able to turn off the health bar stuff with the bosses or can you say not that I know of oh. and honestly be, we'd see it in the options now if we could honestly uh, I don't think you'd I don't think you want to it is nowhere near as egregious as you feel it might be um, yeah. they're more of a call out to say because let me put it in a different way do you find that there's nothing worse than tanky enemies and you don't know how close you are to kill them? Oh, God. What I would describe it as is when you're looking at your own shield meter at the top and watching it deplete, that, that's, it's just, it just happens to be above them. And it, is, it isn't distracting at all. Yeah, okay. um, and and if anything, it's like... Once the shield's down. Right. Yeah. Yeah, the white one's gone as soon as the shield's gone, and then you know you're just channeling into the red. And I would certainly say that there have been plenty of occasions where I'm like, six more bullets is all <laughs> you know. Like, and honestly, I I can't imagine a world where I'm like, I have no idea how close I am to killing this dude. Yeah, like, you would drive mm, that, so. especially if you get in harder difficulties. I, I mean, yeah, I'm thinking about that. That's a that it would be a bad idea, Mike. Like, uh, you know, anybody's. I, I would game. like. I would. Can, still, can you imagine playing a Dark Souls boss and never? Don't get me wrong. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, maybe whenever I'm playing it, I'll I'll see it in a different way. But I I think I would still prefer the option. Like, even with that, just and and I don't know. Maybe in the middle of combat, it's different. But like, it just seems like the the damage is visually communicated so well already that you know I I would be okay with it. But I don't know how much of a bullet. I don't want to say bullet sponge in a bad way, but I don't know how many bullets you have to put in them. Chalk lock took a lot more than Tremonius from. Yes, he does. Okay. Yeah. So maybe you know the first one, right? Or. The first right, one you're allowed to talk the one about. We do, yeah, it's the one we just saw that John killed. He didn't do uh, Choco Taco. Yet, it's so. like the intro, <laughs> like the intro boss, right? <laughs> yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, okay. So it's gonna get, it's gonna get a lot more than that. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So yeah, yeah. I mean that that could be a thing where not every boss is gonna be able to visually tell because like the brute is one thing, but I didn't think about the elite. The elite doesn't really have the same type of damage. Well, I mean, you can you tell out of a... Spartans in multiplayer. It's very obvious when their shields are down or how close they are. Yeah. Doing a great yeah. Job at that. I, yeah. I think the difference, though, is when their shields are down, any Spartan in multiplayer and indeed an elite and any other normal enemy is one headshot away from death. Yeah. That uh, is not the okay. case with okay. the bosses. They that really do tank shots. Um, and, uh, you know, maybe I, I get it, Mike. You know, I don't disagree with you. I think from a presentation point of view, from an immersion point of view, 
I wouldn't mind that as a toggle, especially like you imagine if photo mode kicks in and that bar's just always there. That would drive me mad. Well, yeah. um, I'm sure it won't be. It will be classified as HUD information. But um, yeah, I, you know, maybe that's something they can add later on. But, uh, but it would be cool if it was actually a little hologram shooting out of their back just because they're so confident. They're like, here, you can see our shield level. Like a reverse dead space. <laughs> yeah, maybe. All right. That's where well, he's got FPS boosted. For anyone who's wondering. Yes. What is? Just Dead two. Space. Space three. One and three. Yeah, not one. Oh, yeah. Wait, not yeah. one? Not one. No, right? it's one. I no, it was one. Oh, not one. Not one. Two, two and oh, three. Two and three. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right. Off topic. Up. All right. So the reason why I was I had that blue screen of death face on a minute ago is I was trying to read through uh, what That's I was going to cut. Face. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But it's true. Uh, but I was trying to figure out what I was going to cut out of what Staten was saying, because I think this will set up the next thing I want to talk about. One um, sec. I, I, oh, go ahead. One last really quick question to John. Oh, yeah. Keep, keep did you, me in chat did you, as well. Throw questions. Yeah. Did, did you try Legendary at all when you played? No. Okay. No, I haven't. If you yet. were here earlier, you would have known that. So. <laughs> okay. okay. Yeah. All right. All right. If you want to see Legendary, go watch Destin's video on IGN. He has it. Okay. I'll give that a shot. Um, Friend of the site, Destin. So uh, something we're definitely going to need to talk about is the progression. I think that um, <laughs> progression is like the new sprint, at least on the surface level, this halo. It seems to be the area where there's most contention, anxiety, <clears throat> you know, after um, some of the initial, the initial reveal came out and they showed the map with the icons. I think a lot of people out there, uh, and we discussed it here too, but there's a lot of people out there that were very concerned. Is this a, a bit, you know, Ubisoft? Because uh, that does take something away. Like anybody who's played those types of games, I know that a lot of people do adore that, but I, but it doesn't necessarily fit in with the Halo uh, flow, right? Like mm -hmm. Halo tends to not waste your time. It's, it does a good job with when it when it's at its best. I think most people feel that it does a good job you know, changing the pacing, changing the tones. Uh, and that, you know, and the fact that you're not always at one note is, is why that those campaigns continue to hold up, even when they have repetitive assets. Right. Um, so I want to read this thing, uh, this area, this, this section from Staten in the interview that he had with Eurogamer to, that came out today. Uh, and I wanted to try to shorten it up. So I wasn't reading too long, but I don't know that I can cut out anything here. So I'm going to go through the, all this and then I'm going to turn it over to you, John, to kind of comment on it a little bit more. Um, but he says, well, one of the things that I think the first thing that we did is not actually try to make an open world game the way that I think you traditionally understand open world games. Uh, I love playing open world games. I'm playing through Far Cry now and I love, he, he loves Assassin's Creed. So I know it <laughs> scares everybody here. Uh, but our goal is not to drive lots and lots of hours of player engagement with systems that encourage players to play for a long time in our game. We don't have a crafting system, for example. I don't think crafting is really appropriate for Halo. So he talks a little bit about that. He says, so for us, as a Halo game, those kinds of systems didn't make sense, just thematically. But we also want to create an experience where players didn't have to spend dozens and dozens of hours to complete the story. One of the, one of the great sadnesses for me as a game developer is looking at historical data of how many people actually finish Halo games and who actually finish games that they start. And guess what? It's really low. We really wanted to do as much as we could to encourage people to finish the game. And that meant making sure that it wouldn't take too much time. And then if you're enjoying the linear story, that golden path, as we call it, through the game, 
that the game was very clear to you as a player. Hey, this is where you need to go next to follow the thread of the story. Now we're going to tempt you along the way. You know, we're going to tempt you along the way off the golden path with this cool banished war base that's making noises or this red smoke on the hilltop where you know Marines are waiting to be rescued. Where did I hear this in some Reddit leak before? But anyways, but if you choose to do none of those things, that's okay. Uh, you don't need to worry about, you don't need them to progress. You can just continue along the golden path. You don't have to worry about all the other loops and game systems that are required to make progress. Halo Infinite has none of those things that you would see in a typical typical open world game. This is simply the most expansive wide open Halo we ever made. But the important part is that it's still a Halo game. Um, then he said, well, one last part of this, and he, uh, he says, um, and this was asking about the icons on the map, the thing that, again, I think that kind of drew the attention of a lot of people. Uh, he says, I hear you, and in our, in our re user research tests that we've done with other player feedback, we've gotten feedback from people who've played open world style games and see that map and they see icons and immediately go into this mode like, well, I guess I got to do all that stuff if I'm going to finish the game. You know, this is the first time we made a game like this and we look forward, we look toward other campaign experiences in the future. We're going to take a lot of learnings from this and tune our system because we don't want players to look at the map and feel like, ugh, I got a lot of work to do. We really want players to look at our map and say, wow, there's all this stuff I could do if it seems interesting, but I don't have to do any of that. If I just want to continue the story and play through, I can do that and be successful. There's no progression system or leveling that I need to do that's hard blocking me from entering any of these dungeons or making it impossible for me to complete them. Halo Infinite has none of those and none of those things. If you want to walk the golden path, you can absolutely do it. Um, so anyways, that's kind of in a nutshell. I want to include all of that because even those little, he kind of repeats himself on some of the stuff, but it, but it really like, it's those details, right? So I want to turn it over to you, John. You've had a chance and now I know you can only talk about the first four levels and things like that, but talk about the progression system. Did you come into this with any of that trepidation as well? Uh, uh, that being honest, I did, I, I did. Uh, but uh, what were some of your feelings come in and what do you feel like now? So uh, yeah, I, again, I think I, I tried to alleviate these fears in my preview because I, equally had them um i do not like open world games usually i think the last open world i game i i finished and funnily enough i saw it coming up in the chat earlier was phoenix um which was an, an ubisoft game but it was fun and light-hearted and arcadey not serious face open world game um so let me try and think how i want to word this um Joe is absolutely correct that there is a you can ignore everything and just play a straight Halo game. I mean, as a Halo fan, I guarantee you, you won't want to. You will want to go off the golden path because uh, we've all dreamed about walking around an open world Halo ring since we played CE. Mm. So, um, yes, there are things to find in the map, but they're usually things of use, not things of pointlessness you know busy work in, in, for want of a better phrase so um let me try and give you some nuggets of info so one uh hidden throughout the map are Mjolnir armor lockers which unlock cosmetic armor for your use in multiplayer the most important uh, aspect of the game i thought i would share this with you because i know and i see a lot of the grumbling about the slow when we talk about progression i thought you were going to bring up the battle pass and multiplayer <laughs> but i suppose that's a different type of progression but there's a lot of grumbling including from me i don't like 
that I don't have like more than one or two Spartan armors to fool around with in multiplayer. Mm. It bugs me. Um, so when I started unlocking them, there was a small part of me that's like, I'm going to be able to take these armors into the multiplayer. And everyone would be like, where did you get those? And I'll be like, I've been playing the campaign. Uh, alas, they've disconnected the, um, the campaign from the multiplayer for now. So I can't. Um, but the good news is playing through the campaign will have that extra incentive. And I think that's great. Oh, nice. Because you will get exclusive armors for going off the beaten path. Oh, great great wow. way of doing that's it. really cool. and one yeah. data mine thing was that they're like also tied to achievements too it's not just finding them like actually completing the story and getting the achievement should unlock some that's cosmetic cool. items that's correct cool. so um there's there's that element and then the other things that i've found so far um, and i can talk about them because they're within the 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 zeta halo exploration piece um, there are audio logs across the UNSC and the Banished that fill in a lot of backstory about, insert spoiler here, and about other spoiler there, um, that that I, I'm listening to and I'm like, oh my God, what happened here? And you, know, and you start to just go down this journey and mm. piecing this together. Um, and you can listen back to them at any time. Um, and then we have... Uh, fobs, which are these mini outposts, and these are the closest thing that, that immediately cause concern to that Ubisoft template, right? The tower that you climb, I can mm. now unlock this part of the map. That's not really what they're for. They're mostly there for fast travel, but to Joe's earlier point, um, and I, I don't think you've actually come to this, but I, I guess I'm going to just use it as an example. When he talked about what he did when he joined 343 following the delay, Mm-hmm. Um, he talked about that there was a long period of time where the chief was out there on his own. Yeah. And one of the wonderful things about Halo, and we were discussing it earlier, was you know you take Marines with you, you give them the really big gun, they've got infinite ammo now, and you you just try and keep them alive. Lots of us do that, right? It's try and keep them alive for as long as possible through hell. Um, <laughs> unless you need to kill them for the gun, but and, yeah, unless you need to kill them for the mission, that's <laughs> we've all done a legendary run where that's had to happen. Yeah. Um, so there's that aspect to it as well. And what the fobs have done is as soon as you've captured one, you get some Marines who are guarding that outpost um, and you can start to call in equipment. And as you unlock more and more of these fobs throughout the game and you take action to save uh, Marines, etc., you'll unlock more valor, um, you know, whatever, insert your currency here. But it, you don't have to spend it. But what it does do is when you're at a fob, you can say, I want a warthog instead of a mongoose and stuff like that. So as you grow that out, it makes your combat scenarios and the things you want to experiment with in that giant, wonderful Halo sandbox far more interesting than just you on your own with a gun. You can start to pull in different vehicles and arm up Marines, different different things like that that make um, that busy work, not feel like busy work at all. And there's the beauty of the fact that this is halo combat we're talking about. Even a minor outpost is a delight to just take out because the 30 seconds of fun gameplay loop kicks in, you clear it out, you press the button, it's secure, great. you know. And then you've got a, a fast travel point or a spawn point if you want to go back and start clearing things out. Um, there's some other stuff, uh, but I'm now thinking, did I get a little bit further and do I not want to say that? So I'm not going to, but there's nothing at all remotely. All my fears evaporated as Mm. I start to play. Um, There's lots of Easter eggs hidden out there. There's lots of 
funny little conversations between grunts if you catch them people on the have found craig yeah yeah craig's great. out there um <laughs> i think i genuinely and look i'm i'm I put the disclosure in my preview. I didn't put it in the video, funnily enough, but I did put it on the written article. You know, as someone that's been working with 343, there is a big uh, conflict of interest from an objectivity point of view for me <laughs> reviewing this, which is why I'm not. You know, Jesse is, is going to do the review on this one. Um, but it, the way it all worked out was great that I got to do the preview because I got, I got to communicate a little bit of my love for Halo which, you know, there was a part of me that was sad I, I wasn't going to do it um, because I like to think I can remain objective. And I'm not going to say that this, and I don't know yet if this is going to be the best Halo game of all time. What I think I can say unequivocally at this point in time, based on what I've played, and bear in mind I have played more than the first four missions, is this is the best 343 have ever done. Okay. Um, and the, the best way I can put it is, Halo 4 and Halo 5 lost what made Halo fun, in my opinion. They got away with it, but it lost a little <laughs> of the magic. Halo <laughs> Infinite brings that magic back. Me and Mike agree with you, John. Uh, yeah, but just yeah. so you know, Jesse, Especially when it comes to the campaign. Yeah, Jesse Don't get me wrong. I, I, <laughs> yeah, I still <laughs> like Halo 4 and 5, and I actually think 5 has some incredible level design and um, encounters. Hmm. And I love the move set and everything that Five brought, and I love the multiplayer. I still do. Yeah, but I'm old. <laughs> Halo is in my blood, and and playing Infinite when you know you played the multiplayer, you've already got a feel to a degree for the combat. But when you get out yeah. there, when you step on that ring, when you face off against the banished, when you hijack a banshee out of the sky, when you grab a ghost and start pummeling them. You'll know exactly what I mean. I think any Halo fan will know exactly what I mean uh, when you play it. And I can't wait for everybody to be at that point. I can't wait for December 8th. It's going to be it's a lot of celebration. Holy crap. <laughs> Do you guys remember when we – actually, I brought this up last podcast. because I'm going to say it again. Do you guys remember when we were like, where's the campaign footage? We know nothing, and now it's it's all here, and it's almost it's almost it's all time. over the place. <laughs> all over the place. <laughs> Oh man! So, like so, every preview is positive. I didn't see one that wasn't yeah. pretty positive. Yeah, yeah, mostly yeah. very positive. That and that's surprising. I thought this was going to be divisive uh, to some extent. I thought even if I was going to love it, I thought it was going to be yep. divisive. And I, I did too, I, to be honest. It, yeah. Same with the multiplayer. And you know, you mentioned that by the way, John. As soon as you said you've all played the multiplayer, I was like, oh, that's right. As soon as I get out, as soon as I can get this thing over with, I can turn <laughs> back around <laughs> straight back into the multiplayer. <laughs> like it's a crazy thing because like Jeff Grubb has talked before, like he's not a big halo guy yeah and he's in love with it like he's really enjoying it and jeff gersman is very tough on games like and he's like yeah this is by far the most fun i've had <laughs> in halo. i'm debating you got a weapon charm you like yeah you spent uh 200 pounds for a weapon charm wait 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 you get a weapon charm with that thing yeah, yeah you get oh, that thing as a weapon charm you, you guys see my background off of your gun mm -hmm. Oh! Oh! Did we it's lose like a mechanical him? froze? Oh, no, still here. Yeah. You guys seen my background? I got, I got that too, but I'm not sure if I should open it. So, uh, John almost looked like a Promethean right there. It's like mm. <laughs> <laughs> so We're running I, at twenty, at like less frames per second. Oh yeah, go ahead, Mike. <laughs> I, I, on the topic of all that stuff. So, okay, now the I don't. I never had anxiety when it came to the combat loop or anything like that. That mm. I had faith in. Yeah. You know, like that. Oh, and that's I one one of the complain about the uh, battle pass in the background there. 
Oh, that was good. Um, so, like, because, you know, the 343 is, I think, nailed the, the feel of the combat since 4. Like, that was one of the things. Uh, so when you when you unlock, when you uh, take over a fob, and then it it unlocks the icons and stuff, are those everything? Because, you know, the, one of the things from, like, especially the early blog posts, they said they wanted to bring back, like, the sense of exploration and discovery. Is that how much is that impacted from how much is revealed on the FOB? Is there stuff that's not on there that you yes. can you still get that moment of like discovery? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, uh, it, will, it will ping things in a vicinity of it. Um, but it won't, I don't think it pings everything because I've certainly found things where I'm like, I'm not that far away from this thing. Like this, this icon's here. Why isn't this one? And you've okay. got a constant radar pulse. It does make discovery a little bit easier, so you don't blindly search every nook and cranny. Like mm. spending hours and hours, you can just hit up on the D-pad, and if you're in range, you might get like a little indication of there's something here, and you can go off and try and find a way to it. Mm. Um, but no, I don't believe unlocking a fob shows every icon that's available, and you can just A to B. Right, done that area. Next. That's great news. Okay, so. yeah, yeah, because yeah. that was one of my concerns of like whether or not you can filter the map icons just to show like the main missions or if you can't whether or not it unlocked everything because to me following an icon isn't really discovering or exploring you're you're like following an objective you know and um i i really want to be able to just explore this area these worlds these islands whatever you want to call them and still you know stumble across something you need yeah because like uh you know i like i the best example I can give is playing ODST, you know, the impact that it would have if all of the uh, superintendent uh, journals or whatever were on the map, you know, but like versus you coming across it and seeing this, uh, you know, this phone phone booth lit up and shooting out coins and then you discovering it. And, you know, that so that that's that's good. To, yeah, it yeah, reminds me a little bit of, uh, in, in the opposite direction, of Ghost, Ghost of Tsushima, right? Mm-hmm. It had this pretty cool mechanic where you have wind guiding you, oh, the... <laughs> but you'd always have the wind, right? You didn't need to search for anything on your own because you could always tell exactly what's right next to you. So it kind of removed a little bit of the exploration as- aspect there. And it's nice to hear that there's yeah. still some exploration infinite. Trust me. <laughs> there's lots to explore. Okay. Awesome. That. Have you fallen off the ring yet? Uh, yes, funny enough, about an hour before I came on this podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, I fell off. And I was like, ah. <laughs> spiraling in space. The game's still going right now. I'm just out in space trying to grab something. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I have to. See, if you had thruster, you could give yourself yeah. that momentum to go fly yeah, right yeah, back. Yeah, maybe you'd see James. <laughs> well, and John, you said some exciting things there too, because I didn't even think about that. And I'm tying it back in with some of the things that have leaked out. Well, not leaked, but like people are showing off. Because to answer that question about the exploration, people have been showing, you know, like, like, so even though you're not required to do uh, to upgrade your your grapple shot for the the campaign, it will help you upgrading. It will help you explore, right? Oh, reach, um, reach an area that you couldn't reach before. The golden path will give you uh, equipment unlocks. That's where you get. Your, oh, okay. You know your um, threat sensor and your gotcha. 
all of that jazz. Um, but the Spartan cores can be found across the the tech map. Um, and some of them you'll immediately discover if you unlock a fob, and some of them you will just stumble across, you know, and it's, they usually make thematic sense. They're not just, here's a box with a Spartan core. Oh, there's a, a downed pelican, and there's a story to be told in amongst the bodies and, you know, such mm. and such. They're usually told in that kind of way. Um, and then, yeah, when you get, when you get like the electro shock, when you grapple an enemy, it's really useful. It doesn't work on every enemy, worth saying. Um, but there's, there's Poor more little stuff. grunts you just killed. I know. They were just having a chat. <laughs> you didn't even you. kill the first one. He just fell like, off. He probably broke If you look at this footage right now, yeah. if, you look, I'm, I'm, if you look at this footage, just before I jump and I turn the camera and you look down in the canyon, you'll see a little green box. I kind of just miss it as I jump across. Mm -hmm. But that's not on yeah, the map. So there it is down there uh, on the left. Uh, I didn't even see that uh, like, until I watched this footage back because I was so intent on making Look at you made my smile. <laughs> uh, you have no idea. The, the yeah, whole sense of amazing. exploration and discovery, <laughs> that I wasn't concerned about it. That was my really my only concern when it came to like the Far Cry type icon map thing. I just I want to be able to explore and discover and naturally just uh, like experience the environments, you know, and it's yeah. That is uh, one thing that Ubisoft has actually addressed in the recent Assassin's Creed and Far Cry's is you can set them to exploration mode instead yeah. of give me a waypoint mode. It gives you an area, and then you oh. still find things within an area. So they, they agree with you. Um, just watching this footage, so I went and thought, I'm going to take out this super grunt, Briglard, you know, mm -hmm. and I was really excited. That, you know, he's got a modified plasma pistol. Um, this is super, super interesting. Da, 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 da. And then he appeared, and I was like, there he is. And there he's gone. You know, like, it was just a moment. There's no yap yap. So, yeah, you know, I literally, I headshotted him. I was like, oh, that's the end of that guy. But, uh, and again, here's another little unique quality that I love that they've done here. These these kind of high-value targets, like named targets, are, um, I think, Nutana uses the phrase UNSC's most wanted. And I'm like, a grunt? But um, <laughs> they often have these modified weapons. And when you defeat them, those modified weapons become selectable at a fob. That's those cool. The variants. And then, yeah, you get these these variants that are then available at any fob you unlock. And it, it's just, again, it's just adding to that. Uh, I'm really going to go on this mission. <laughs> I'm going to take this gear with me. I'm going to go out. I'm going to try and succeed. I'm going to try something different. I can just see so much life and challenge being wrought from this. Was, was that game. you fast traveling right there? Just no, no, that was oh. me. The original edit of this video, uh, I did. Mm -hmm. I did two different fobs, and then I, okay. I literally reread the embargo guidelines <laughs> over and over and over because I, I get paranoid about this stuff, right? And uh, I realized I'd included two fobs in my exploration, and it said one, one of these activities. And I was like, okay. And I quickly went and played uh, this mission and, and just recorded this again just to get some cool gameplay on heroic again. And it's funny. Right up until last night, uh, at about 1 a.m., there was a campaign preview, the same video, where I included two seconds of the end of a cutscene to set up a shot. <laughs> and then I reread it and I was like, I do not want to get wrapped on the knuckles because it was quite clear and it was from. You don't want to be the only person that puts up a video that has a bunch of stuff they're not supposed to. True. Yeah. So I was like, nope. I'm, and I've re rendered the video. Just at one in the morning last night before it went live at 8 a.m. the next I day. I got your DM while I was like, oh, <laughs> like, shit. I literally I was laying in bed. in bed fretting 
over it. Like I'm going to get in trouble. Damn. Uh, so <laughs> I, I thought I'd err on the side of caution. And um, yeah, but I, in a way, it's good because that moment, whilst I loved it, and I think it was visually very cool, was almost a spoiler in and of itself. So I suppose it's a good thing that I didn't include it because it was a cool, cool yeah. moment. Look, I'm going to tease it out. It was, you get to see the pilot's ass. all right so one one thing that i always wondered is when you take over an area is it is it yours then or do they repopulate enemies at random from like drop ships and stuff that is a great question um and it is one element of some mild concern um, and I'm not quite sure on the full answer because I haven't experimented too much. But okay, um, I cleared out the fourth mission, which is this really imposing tower, um, and fought off against Choclock. But if you go back there after you've done it, it's no longer like you don't claim it. Like it's not a fob; it's still an installation. But after that point, it, it felt a lot more empty. Hmm. And uh, I guess I would have loved to have like, seen like a either, yeah, you take it over and then, you know, it's populated by Marines and you can find some weapons and supplies and, you know, either that. But I think it just had a couple of enemies in it. And I was like, oh. So um, that's, I, I, you know, don't take that as gospel. That's to be seen um, because it wasn't like it was empty, but it just, it wasn't, this is a big place. And, uh, I mean, yeah. it does make sense too, though. In a sense, so you want to go back and pick up some collectibles. You don't want to fight through everyone. No, yeah, that's right. I agree. Yeah. What about the I, open yeah, world? It's there? Probably, you know, it's probably me over worrying. But hmm. at the same time, if I think I'm at the end of the game, do I want to just be walking around an empty Halo ring devoid of all life? I do. I want to kill them. Yeah, all. Yeah, you literally kill them all. The entire covenant. Well, uh, okay, so is it, they have, is, they is have it like <laughs> patrols? I've heard. Okay, yeah, like, so yeah, I mean, you saw I, me I'm more, encounter some on the video. <laughs> I'm more. I, I I guess I'd be more bothered by that if it, if the open world remained empty mm. instead of like installations. Do you know? Have you come across areas where in the open world you know you took down a patrol or a squad or something and then come back and saw either a dropship or just another oh, patrol? Actually, yeah, I guess that's a great point. Um, yes. Okay. Uh, and there are there are occasions where you can attack a dropship and just randomly you'll hear this and then the dropship will just come in and they'll drop off like a load more bad guys, <laughs> like reinforcements, and you're like, oh, crap, I've only got a pistol. Um, yeah, there's lots That's of cool. moments like that. Through nice. It. Okay, cool. Yeah, because in some of the previews, like a living world was said, and I know a lot of times that's like hyperbolic or, you know, but like it – it's it is little details like that, just random patrols being dropped in through a dropship and stuff yeah, like that, sure. that that do add to that. So that's that's awesome. That that is real cool. According to I, Pixel, I, sorry, yeah. Oh, go no, go ahead. I was gonna say according to Pixel Bit Gene Chat, these he's they say they said post game dynamic events will still happen. That's okay, cool. cool. Yeah, I mean, per- personally, I, you know, I, I want it to come into a living world that I can make a dead world, and I just want to know. Like, where, <laughs> yes, hundred percent. I want to kill every single banished. Uh, like, I want to know where I can stash the bodies. Down. You know, I'm just going to stand on top of the bodies, like like John Snow and Battle of the Bastards, and be like just yelling. This is me <laughs> looking up. I did sky. this. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got to say now? No, anyways. <laughs> so. Um, so okay, uh, another thing I've been wondering, 
when you rescue Marines and you take them back to a fob, or like, do you take them back to a fob and then they get off? Like, how does that whole thing work out? Where, or the more Marines you rescue and you go to the fobs, you can notice more activity. I guess how how is like that whole Marine, uh, uh, you know, um. I don't know how to describe it. I don't know what the word I'm thinking of. Just how, how do you rack up your Marines? I guess do you do you build up? Like how is that whole or is just the Marines that you rescue from a camp that, that you just stick around until they die? This might be a good spot to like read some of the stuff about the Marines and then let you talk about it, John. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, go for it. I mean, I can I can summarize what 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 Joe kind of came in and did. If if you want yeah, you can read out yeah. the official, you can read out the official interview in his words. But, <laughs> well, you know, uh, there's some people that listen to our show that don't read. Like uh, Nick was in our chat, for example. He doesn't read. <laughs> and by the way, Twitter, that's about it. You get he just, more than he just came to do the "I told you so" thing. You know, whatever. yes, he does. Do uh, now this part won't be as long, so I won't read. Yeah, as go on, long. go for it. Uh, but basically, but I also it does talk about um, something else that we talked about on the show previously that we we felt that there was just more than graphics to this. So I think this mm -hmm. kind of highlighted that, you know, so they they asked and they said, you came into this project last year in the middle of the pandemic. The game had been delayed or was about to be delayed for what ended up being an entire year. Uh, what were the development issues you walked into and what work did you and what was the work you did? Um, so he basically said, the short answer is when I arrived on the team and I played the game, it was immediately clear to me and other people on the team knew this as well, but sometimes a fresh eye, set of eyes just helps clarify things, that the campaign's foundation was really, really strong, that the big choices that the team made were really, really good. We talked about some of them. It's this wide, expansive world, mm -hmm. adding equipment like the grapple shot. All these things were really great decisions, but there were just elements where more work could be done to make them even more impactful. So so we really wanted to do a better job of training people, teaching people how to use equipment to making. So this all sounds like progression type stuff uh, to making sure that they understood it, could, it, it understood it and could have fun with it right from the get go. There are Marines in the game, but they were very limited in terms of what they could do. You ended up feeling kind of lonely in this bigger world without any Marines. So we did a ton of work to make sure the Marines could basically pathfind everywhere, like everywhere that oh, you wow. went in the world. Uh, if you had a warthog filled with Marines and they would follow you as best they could up a mountain, like into a cave system, and that took a ton of work. Um, and then he said, we added capture points for the Marines who are caught up in uh, energy ropes. You can free them and load them up. So just creating systems like that. And so it basically he went on about that. So I won't, I'll stop reading there, but, uh, but it does sound like, you know, they, they did some things that were pretty core to the game design yeah uh, so that, yeah i'll let you kind of extract you know to expand on the marine stuff from there yeah so um you you can you can encounter marines in a variety of ways like yeah you can come across you know camps and patrols that have got them captured and tied up like you've seen in some of the cane bay preview footage um you can uh, you can recruit them as soon as you take over a fob. There's always some marines, and what happens is, is you go up to them, and if you're close enough, a little blue dot will kind of appear above them, and they'll be like, "I'm with you, chief," and then they'll just follow you wherever you go as best they can. And, and yeah, you know, they've done some really good work. I saw a marine trying to, you know, for me, I'm the master chief. There's no full damage. <laughs> hey, off the side of a mountain, you see this marine like desperately trying to path find down there was one time I, I was playing through and i was like 10 minutes ahead of them and they came in right at the last minute we've like i had two grunts left to clear out of this installation 
and I just rocked up. I'm like, yo, we're here. We made it. And I'm just like, wow, guys. You know, like, that's pretty time. impressive. So, yeah. yeah, I mean, and it, he's right. It There have been occasions where I'm playing through and I purposefully kind of, I, I, I'm, I'm weird in that I don't take a lot of the Marines with me. I prefer to be solo. Um, you know, just me against the world. And yeah, the 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 fighting and the 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 kind of having them around, it really does make a big difference to how it feels. Because there there's lots of great banter, the banter between the Marines and as they fight the grunts and some of the stuff they said, it's almost like the I would have been your daddy skull is already on. Um <laughs> Uh, I, I, what did I hear one of them say the other day? Uh, oh, he looks like mayo that's been left out in the sun. Something like that. <laughs> Have you heard a Marine say jazz. over yonder? Uh, no, I haven't had, had a Marine say <laughs> over yonder. Well, those, that's a Spartan call out, Mike, as we all know from multiple. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, it would, I'd probably fall out of my chair laughing if a Marine randomly said that. But I'm I'm going to keep an ear out now. But um, <laughs> yeah, I I think I think that um, I'm very curious to see the overall finished critical reception. And you know, I'll have a better idea of that within a couple of days once mm -hmm. I've made my way through that golden path, um, because that's really fundamentally, I think, where the game will be rated on. Um, mm -hmm. But there's lots of mystery out there, guys. There's, you know, it's been six years, six years. Yeah, seriously. Finally, uh, I, mean, Monty, I just answer it. Where is Blue Team and Team Osiris? Where are they? Uh, <laughs> to my knowledge, certainly not within the first four levels of this game. <laughs> <laughs> Did they tell you how many levels there is, John? No. 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 Okay. So we don't know anything about. Uh, I, could, I could make a guesstimation, um, but I'm not going to. Okay. That okay. makes sense. Uh, I, and, and I know we are um, we are kind of running long. And do we have any yeah. community questions too? I, we do have a couple yep. things we do need we to get do. to before we get to those. Uh, number one, uh, you know, Mr. Joanna Dark asked earlier, and we we told them we promised that we would address the second part of his question, mm -hmm. uh, and that was about um, that was about where the the campaign can go, right, in future DLC. Mm. All right, so this is probably more of an opinion thing more than in. Um, Right, educated opinion yes. for most of us, anyways. Right. I'd say. <laughs> uh, well, look, I I have no knowledge at all. Um, the ending, you know, of of any any future DLC that's planned or anything like that. Mm. Um, I have my own thoughts and ideas, um, particularly on the engine that they've built and the the graphical fidelity that they've achieved. Um, about where I would love to see things go, but it, I guess it would fully depend upon the end of this story as to whether mm. DLC makes sense or whether it would be a different story to be told. I don't know. Mm. Um, yeah, we'll find out, you know, maybe, maybe there'll be DLC where we'll play as all the Spartans that died that she finds throughout the campaign, you know, and we'll play a level each where you die at the end. Who knows? You know, you could do something really cool with that. Um, that genuinely isn't. That's just me spitballing, guys. Don't I don't want to see that in WCCF tech. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I think I think that you know he alluded. Joe oh, Staten alluded <laughs> to really big plans. You know, and I hate the phrase a lot of the time. This is just the beginning. But if it's the just the beginning, it's a hell of a start mm, for that's this what I was thinking. game. Um, I think Halo fans are in for a treat, fundamentally. 
and we already know we are with multiplayer that thing's going to have legs i think um, yeah. and they already seem yeah. to be responding yeah. quickly and efficiently to concerns um yeah. i've seen a lot of whinging about playlists uh there's a part of me that's like at last you slayer diehards now you're going to learn to play the objective. Just, <laughs> they haven't. As about someone it. who's played a lot of matches, they haven't learned to play the objective. Yeah. No. No, I still choose. No, Jesse was getting frustrated with me, but that's, I had to get my aim back, Jesse. Sorry. Um, <laughs> so as long as you put I the seeds in, up seeds, yeah. Where they need to go into. You gotta plant those seeds the way the way they have to be planted. The seeds. Yeah. <laughs> I had your to, playlist update on Tuesday. I had to get my my you know my headshot rhythm back. Um. Okay. So I I think you know like and John, you discussed a lot of things that I think even um you know even watching like a lot of the other previews that but the, these little nuances get me really excited. And you know we talked about this this before too the ongoing game the the DLC it, and I know like there's legitimate concerns but the thing that makes me feel a little bit different about this going forward and i know this is gonna um it's gonna sound what do the kids call it capping uh <laughs> it's gonna sound like i'm capping but I, the thing that I, i'm actually i'm actually very optimistic about the potential of this game as an as an ongoing game as something that's just beginning because they have been so transparent because they mm. have been so responsive to the community. And you even heard Staten say that, like, if you, I, I didn't read everything he said because that would have, I already know I read a lot already. Um, but, you know, he talked about, you know, he was very direct about, say, certain things weren't just weren't ready, right? And he talked about the co-op. He talked about the progression things. Um, you know, he, so, like, he, addressing the complaints very openly. And I think that, to me, like, if you're willing to, to, it's like you're taking accountability, right? And and you're also showing that you are hearing what people are saying. And so, those aspects, I th you know, oh, what, what is, I was wondering why you guys were, were laughing. So we got more guests in the if, more yeah. If, in the if he's complaining <laughs> about grenades, it's absolutely the real Tom Warren in the chat. Definitely. That's yeah, that that is the real. One. Yeah, that's how he, he verified himself. That's a pillar <laughs> of the franchise for a reason, Tom. <laughs> Get good, Tom. Um, <laughs> Oh man! But uh, you can oh, hold even more grenades in campaign. John, are you on mute? I just saw you say something, but didn't say. Anything. Oh yeah, I was. Sorry, I, uh, I was just <laughs> saying. I pinged, say? I pinged Tom Warren on Discord just to be because we've had Jeff Grubb games mess appear in here, and it wasn't the real <laughs> Jeff Grubb. So we're just checking that Tom Warren is the real Tom Warren, and it is nice to see you, Tom. Thanks for watching. Hey, Tom. <laughs> Uh, did anybody else have any want to answer that super chat from earlier? Any, any other thoughts on the, um, DLC? the DLC? What do you want right? to see? Uh, personally, I want to see... <laughs> John's right. It, it all depends on how the story ends. <laughs> if the story ends and like it ends Chief's current arc on Halo, then I want to see other Spartans. Right? I want to see other yeah. stories, new characters. If it doesn't, then I want to see the ending of or the continuation of whatever arc is happening. You know, it, it It's hard to answer without knowing the ending. Um, I we've talked about it before, but I'd love for them to do kind of like an ODST slash mainline back and forth. You know, like have a small team oh, yeah. make like mm -hmm. a, a ODST style side story, side campaign. Maybe like what John mentioned earlier, how those uh, Spartans died would be cool. Be kind of cool. Yeah, That's the and, next. And, the next book is actually the six months between yeah. Chief getting knocked out and the game starting. 
So like you could have Oops. something in that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and then, but you have these little side story campaigns where they can maybe be a little bit more experimental and between the larger mainline, um, you know, expansions or what how, I'm more interested in how they're going to, are they going to be expansions to the existing skew? Since this is a platform now, instead of there yeah, being like a Halo Infinite gonna be, I think they're just DLC on top of yeah. the base game is the multiplayer, and then any um, story DLC they do yeah. can just be its own download. So even if the game hits 300 gigabytes, you have each thing individually. So you can oh, have 100 a, new gigabytes installed. That makes sense. And just okay. uninstall all skew. the old campaign. Okay. So, yeah, so they're just all DLC question. on top of Infinite mel- multiplayer. I'm going to ask a risky question because uh, I worry that this will be inferred upon. So please don't. I have no idea. I'm just asking as a fan of that mode. After you've seen all of Zeta Halo footage, all of my footage, all the other previews today of that open world ring, do you want to live in a world where 343 say, yeah, yeah, we're making a, a battle royale mode that exists on Zeta Halo or a significant portion of it? Would you guys want It'll it to be made in that be... forge mode that you're uh, so keen about? Yes, but in yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm yes, hoping for no. like but maybe yeah. yes, yes, but with a Halo spin. Like I wouldn't want Spartans to be dropping. I would much rather have ODSTs, or if you're a Spartan, you don't have a shield. Like I have a very specific idea of how I would prefer a, a battle rail and Halo to work out. It doesn't need to be battle royale for me, but a, a, a slower, higher stakes game mode, I, I'd be welcome to it. I'll give it a shot. Escape from Halo Tov. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, if I was going to do it, if it were me and I was calling the shots, I the, the problem is is that we've got our Spartans, <laughs> right? And the Spartans are um, they're, they're, they're our extension, our, our you know, ourselves in the multiplayer so to not use them makes no sense but at the same time thematically a battle royale in halo should really be odsts yeah because mm-hmm. you've got yep. the perfect mm-hmm. pelican dropping into orbit you pick your trajectory you you know you hit the ground mm-hmm. the pod yep. boasts open dynamic every time could be very cool but if you're a spartan you know I, they can make it work you just have different shield cores that yeah great yeah. shield level all of that Battle Royale yeah. crap. I think yeah. the biggest concern for me in terms of the popularity of Battle Royales, and I know it's a hot topic, is I have I've waited a long, long time for a Halo game to be the game that everyone's playing in. That friends have all come back, customs yeah. are happening. Yeah. I fear for the standard modes populations if a yeah. battle royale comes out. That's genuinely my fear. That they I don't know it's just a mode, yeah. right? Yeah. But, Battle Royales are insanely popular. Yeah, not just the population. I mean, at a certain point, to to keep a Battle Royale alive, you need to inject it with a stupid amount of content. You know what I mean? Which takes a lot of resources, a lot of commitment that I'd rather see somewhere else in Halo. Yeah. yeah. Well, you build it in Forge and you force the community to do it at Knife Point. That, like, that's a great point. <laughs> I think t- Tom, Warren, Tom Warren actually made a good point about Halo, which is rare, so we should read it. I'm I don't believe Tom. you. Don't <laughs> Just kidding. But he said they could just build on built, uh, BTB. And that's kind of the thing. Like, I, I do think there's a downside um, 
to a battle royale in Halo in that, you know, the, the big team battle right now is kind of like the, the mode where the casuals and where the social play goes. Uh, and if you start kind of sucking all that over to, to the, I don't know, it, it, it can split. The, I think there is a, there is a place now that gra- like it, it does suck in everybody who wants to just come out and on Halo night and jump at a giant party. And I think they could even make that bigger. They could, they could do things more interesting with that. But I think if they could expand on big team battle, so that's still, that is still the core of Halo's social nights and things like that, that and Forge, right? But, um, you know, the problem is, is that when you, when you start getting into, uh, when you start getting into Battle Royale, it is smaller parties of, before, I don't know, right? They're going to have a huge base, so you could argue that they're going to have so many people that that it doesn't matter. But I just I like the fact today, like right now, the one cool thing about the fact they don't have a, a too many playlists is that people are kind of getting together again for the first time since Halo Three, and I haven't seen that in a long time. And to me, that's even more important than playing my favorite mode. To be honest with yeah. you, the fact that yeah. we're going to pile in twelve people, everybody's yeah. just going to play whatever comes up, and we're just going to have fun, and we can bitch about. The seed mode, but you know, <laughs> why the hell did, did they, they call it? Why seed did they mode? call them power seeds? Uh, yeah, I, I don't get where the seed. reseed the galaxy after firing off all the rings. Steal your enemy's seed. No, <laughs> yeah, let's not no. go there. But that, that's been that awesome. Sense, I know no. exactly what you mean, OBM. Like, what was it just yesterday, right? Where I was kind yeah. of playing with just a couple of my, my in real life friends and then. OBM sent me an invite. No, he joined the party. And I'm like, oh, okay, let's see. And then ended up being like this 12-person party. And we're playing big team battle, and we're having a blast. And, yeah. Except when uh, I had to drive a vehicle. Yeah, somebody asked me to drive one. That whole thing was interesting, because <laughs> I didn't really think. I, I've always been in the camp of, like, I don't need Battle Royale. And I am a Battle Royale fan, so, you know, mm. there's that disclosure. But, like, I don't need it in every game. Usually I roll my eyes, you know, like when, when they announced it for Battlefield. When they announced it for um, what do you call it uh, Fallout, you know, I was like, eh, like I don't want it and everything. For whatever reason, Halo is the one game, and it's because of like what you described earlier, John. The ODSTs, the ODST, the yeah. drop ships, like it makes sense in that the way. The weapon variety is there you too. Can, you can yeah. have the you know different armor and stuff, different weapons, um, but at the same time, you know, I didn't think about how it might cannibalize other playlists hmm. and or game modes. I mean, there. I guess there is, you know, the counterpoint that it would introduce more people because there's a bunch of battle royal people that just they're not playing it. Right, yeah. you're right. Um, yeah. But you know, how many people are playing Halo that might jump over there? That's you know, that's the question. Yeah. Um, I, my hope is that you know, no matter what they do, especially with it being free to play, cloud, PC, Xbox, there's going to be so many people playing that really shouldn't matter. That shouldn't be right. an issue. You know. Um, if if we get battle rail, I'm more concerned about them doing battle rail right instead of us getting it or not. If we don't get it, I'm fine with that. Yeah. yeah if we, yeah, if we do get it, it do it because like uh, Battlefield, it just was not right. That seems to be Staten's motive, right? I mean, if you read the interview, he's Thank like. You. Staten, Staten, sorry. See, I, I'm not gonna. I hesitated because I wasn't sure which one was the correct one or not. So I just kind of, I kind of just that. Also, real quick, the one thing I would say is, I if they if they're doing any multiplayer mode, it's gonna be your multiplayer Spartan as you. That's who you're gonna play as, because that's how they're selling everything. Right that makes now. sense. Yeah, that makes sense. You're yeah, gonna be playing that Spartan. It can just be 
you drop down without your armor because it's not like it's built onto them. Yeah. The time. It could yeah. automatically you're being dropped and you don't have your armor or you've got shit armor and you. I mean, Spartans dropped their ODST pods too, right? Technically. Well, they can yeah. have. Could be the where... best of all worlds. What if you could have big teams that are going up against each other in like massive? Yeah, I think Tom Warren multiple said multiple the same big... thing. What if they build upon what they've got in BTB yeah. and twelve yeah, v twelve v twelve v twelve v twelve v twelve? Yeah. That would be fun. How many tolls is that? I don't know, seven. <laughs> I'd be happy I with two be larger teams. You know, kind of like a battlefield type scenario yeah. where you have 64 mm -hmm. players, but 32 yeah. versus 32. I like the 12 times 8. And you just cut off <laughs> last gen. Yeah. I'm okay with yeah. that. <laughs> I got the cloud. Yeah, they got the cloud. I That's totally forgot cloud. what I was saying. Oh, sorry about that. Joe Staten, uh, Staten St Island. Was Staten. Yes, yes, Staten. that's what I was saying. Um, Staten, <laughs> okay, now I can't remember what the island's called. Um, and <laughs> what, um, what the creative director of Halo is, uh, what he mentioned in the interview, and, and I feel like this should alleviate some of your concerns, Mike, is that they took that year off and they made it one of their primary pillars is to, they're doing something to do it right, to do it with the quality mm -hmm. that, it, that it deserves to have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 and you know that sh that shows something about that. That's um, I mean, it's probably another topic, another squirrel we could chase down another rabbit hole. But that that to me that shows some sort of maturity with Microsoft, right? Not just the delay of a whole year, yeah. but the fact they they could have killed a lot of narratives just to have co op available, right? And and wait because yeah. most people aren't going to review it in yeah. co op. We like, heard those complaints the, would have came out later. Phil's, um, like thing is take your time now. Yeah. Mm. Like what happened when they bought Bethesda is they immediately started hiring up their QA department. Yep. Like it, yeah. Like it's about great news. Time and we want to be known for top quality. Mm. We don't want to be, you know, the company that keeps putting things out that we then fix down the line, like CFDs and State of Decay and whatnot. We want to be great at the start and great with continued support. So, yeah. And yeah. that Halo definitely shows that. Yep. And so does Forza for the most part. Some server issues, but the game is completely playable, perfectly yeah. fine. And by the way, no, I've had nothing wrong server-wise, which is with, crazy. With Halo? With Halo. What? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Compared yeah. what you would have thought around launch, like I've had a few matches here and there, oh, you can't mm -hmm. connect, and then either you restart or it just works. Even um, Gears 5 had, had so many server issues at launch, right? Yeah, mm -hmm. Nothing. Oh, yeah. So, so guys, we, we, we're going to have to get John to bed eventually. Yes. Yeah. 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 He doesn't know. He's, uh, he's, <laughs> he's not behind So, so I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to cut off tangents, and that's, that's, that's kind of ironic, right? Um, but because uh, I'm, I can just a, mute you if you keep going. Yeah, I'm just a tangent. <laughs> Do we have? So before we get, we're gonna we're gonna save the multiplayer stuff for another show uh, mm. because it, there's yeah. a lot of. We will it, be on next week for Thanksgiving in the U.S. We'll be pre-recording it. Pre It'll mostly be lore focused, and maybe we'll hit some other stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, I, cool. and I think there's gonna be a lot changing because because state state uh, did say that there's yeah, some okay. Tuesday is gonna be a big day. I, I wish we could record Tuesday. Yeah, sorry. Record on Tuesday. Okay, yeah. All right, because so back, Tuesday is the event. Back on track. All right, so uh, cut off Abe again. <laughs> Ursula, how was your day? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's so nice. I, this isn't this isn't my podcast. So I haven't got any buttons to control here. We can make John sit there until he... The funny part is it's, it's earlier for us, right, than our usual time. That, yeah. It's yeah, late as heck for you. 
<laughs> it yeah. is very late for me. Yeah. It's gone past Are the point of in. I'm going to play some more campaign. I'm probably oh. just going to go to bed. Mm. But yeah, let's let's. If let's, you think about why, it, why don't you start it up right now? Like lay the small tech task. Like, <laughs> <turn it laughs> Towards it too, actually. Like, <laughs> can you start playing? But can you do off camera? <laughs> hmm? No, um, but oh, what, yeah. what you could look upon the bright side is if it's early for you, it means you've got a night of Halo multiplayer ahead of you. Yes, I do. Oh, that um, reverse psychology. I see what you're doing. Yeah, there. I feel yeah. so bad. John isn't able to play more Halo Infinite campaign. Oh, so oh, before we go to right. community questions, is, did we, did any, is there yeah, any major things, any major things that, um, that you guys want to ask? has got a really long one if you want. Go on. Uh, let's let's right. do it. Let's, let's let's go to the community stuff, and then we'll come back if there's. Okay. Uh, so did you do you really? I was, I was I was just gonna just really quick give me like a two right. word, three word oh. sentence. The music, the score uh, as you're playing. Oh, you, you were you weren't here. That's Dang it! Ah, I should have been the. Star, go, go I'm assuming good. I'm assuming good. I'm, I'm yeah. really good. Okay, really good. Okay. Really good. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> All right, questions, questions, questions up. All right. Hail the Halo followers. I hope that this week was as wonderful as you hoped would be, says good old Collingwood. My question was to be for the panel, but after Sikamakanako's confession, I've had to tweak a little and address it to Sikamakanako directly. I assume that John is still under some kind of NDA until Forge is released, and he might not be able to answer my question as it was originally phrased. Having said that, Sikamakanako, do you think that Forge might be able to usher in a creator economy for Halo Infinite? Similar to the creator economies for Minecraft and Flight Simulator. That's probably NDA. Um, we have heard that Halo Infinite Forge <laughs> might be much more detailed and intricate than previous versions. So the creations we might expect could be equally as complex. If talented modders and creators are able to make some coin from their creations, that can only extend the lifespan of the game. Good old Collingwood. I can't imagine you can answer any of that. I have no comment to make at this time. I feel like <laughs> someone, as someone not under cool. NDA, someone who's not under NDA at all for it and has looked at the leaks on YouTube, yes, probably. <laughs> it's I, I'm going to try not to, to delve too far into those, though, uh, Jesse, just because uh, the lawyers point. might be looking at, at, at John's face and just his reaction. John didn't say anything. Uh, yeah, but I, it, I will, it, let me put it this way. Let me put it this way. I think... Um, user-generated content, and this is a personal opinion, this isn't any feature set, user-generated content, I think, is one of the key pillars of Halo since Halo 3. Um, I love, personally, the crazy customs and things that people come up with, like the flying griddle that appeared in Halo 5, infection maps and variants and new game ideas, sumo with the, with the mongooses as the platforms start to disappear. Oh, yeah. All of this isn't possible without Forge. Um, so, you know, is there, a, is there a, a wealth of people out there looking to make that stuff? Yeah. Um, will there be when, whenever uh, Forge arrives in Halo Infinite? I imagine those people are going to step right up and, and make those wonderful things. I can't wait to be one of them. And this Forge is launching on PC. I feel like that's a really big factor that we have not gotten yet, you know? Hmm. John's gonna get to use his widescreen when he's building forge this time, so that'd be cool. Um, <laughs> good question. All right, next one. Sorry, Collingwood. I can't be yeah. too specific. I'm I answered it for him, he's fine. Uh, <laughs> next one from some dipshit named Podrick Payne. He's reading to you bunch of cheese it munching rockstar energy gulping prinkle poppers. My question is for Mr. Clark. 
Can you tell us if you're under NDA? <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> Don't answer that. My real question is for everyone. What weapon combination are you finding to be your favorite go-to so far? Power weapons excluded. For me, I've been shocked to discover how much I'm loving the battle rifle bulldog combo. And not for the battle rifle, obviously, but for how much success I've been having with the bulldog alongside it. It's a weaker shotgun than we're used to, for sure, yet it is very quick to fire multiple shots and a good emergency switch to, switch to weapon to finish enemies with or deal with when they get too close. Obviously, he's talking about multiplayer. What do you guys like to go with? You can go first, Abe. Um, I, so I'm just going st- <laughs> to go with my old trusty battle rifle and just uh, get more ammo for it. Uh, <laughs> but if I were to add something else to go with that, I would say the one thing that kind of stands out is just the, the variance of the weapons. It used to be in the past, I would just load up with, with two variations, a, a battle rifle and a DMR or, or uh, you know, something that was very similar in that range. And this time they're forcing me to go with other things. And uh, that's really cool. Actually, no, you know that new pistol, that one, that that uh, that heavy revolver look. What, what's it called? The Mangler. The mangler. mangler. That's yeah, the mangler. awesome. Okay, yeah. battle <laughs> rifle Mangler. There it goes. That is a, that is great. I'll go next. I would have to say that I have been having a lot of success with the Pulse Carbine for close range, and then either the DMR or, or DMR, the BR or the uh, VK87 Commando for long range. It really depends on the map and the mode, though. Like anything arena, when I was doing ranked, it was obviously you're starting with the battle rifle. So finding something desperately fast for close range and the needler is just ridiculously good for that. So go, Ursel. Uh, okay, well, I'll be the one who's not playing ranked. So I will say the assault <laughs> rifle. Honestly, it's it's some people might call it too strong, but for the most part, it gets almost every job done. I picked off kills where like they're pretty far, but I can see they don't have a shield up, so I'm like, let me try. Done. Yeah, assault rifle and a bulldog. I know some people are saying they don't like it. I love this gun. I pick it up every time I see it, mm-hmm. and even if they're like mid range away, just fire, fire. Yeah, if fire. you center mass them, then yeah. in every every pellet hits, it does a yeah. lot of damage. It's not gonna kill them in two hits. Sure, if they're like if somewhere far, but it shoots fast. I can get them down in four. Go, Mike. Um, I I like the assault rifle. The assault rifle is a good go-to. Plus, what is that? Uh, oh God, I can't think of it. The the red rifle, uh, the stalker, um, stalker rifle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that I'm falling in love with. That is such mm-hmm. a good. Like it's got a slower firing rate, but it's kind of like a DMR type weapon. Mm-hmm. And you, you got to get the cadence, and then yeah, yeah, and. Um, so I'd say assault rifle and stalker rifle are my. If I if I find a stalker, I always go go for that. But uh, yeah, it's a but, solid choice. Yeah, it's a solid it, choice. I I think. Uh, um, I mean, man, this is a really tricky one. I want to love the commando more than I do. Same. Mm-hmm. I liked it better in they the. They nerfed it by one bullet. It, they added it feels one more bullet noticeable than that. Down. Yeah, it yeah. more like more than one. It, yeah. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is. Like there are there are those moments. I mean, I think the fact that they've tied an achievement to that gun, get a perfect kill with the commando rifle. I see that being difficult um, because the reticule does jump and there is some control. I can, I find if I pace it, it doesn't do enough damage. But if you really hold down that trigger and you're close. It's so satisfying. Ding, 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 dead. Yeah, yeah. It's really, really um, 
it just ooh, it gets my juices going. So uh, if I can pull it off, the commando rifle, um, paired up probably with something like the pulse carbine for stripping shields, and then you can do a hot swap yeah. and, and nail the headshot. Um, I, I have to admit, though, I really like having the, the BR on the sidekick as well. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've played a lot of ranked. Um, that's my, you know, we'll play social if we want to stomp, but mm. ranked is, you know, I like a sweaty game of Halo. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, just having that sidekick pistol as well is is really, really nice. Like, it's a really good, handy utility weapon so yeah it's i'm very pleased with with the gun at the moment and the meta as it exists but i'm sure there'll be changes over the course of the game the um the elect learning the electric stuff and how it arcs off metal surfaces and if you see something next to someone you can shoot it and hit damage them like if there's a gun on the ground next to someone and you've got the lightning pistol and you shoot the gun it will arc and hit someone if they're close enough to that gun or anything metal yeah there's a lot of learning to do mixing the dynamo grenades up and having one of those and you just do like almost everyone's health in a few shots yeah up in big team is incredible feeling oh i i gotta give a shout out to the skewer that is such oh, a satisfying yeah. weapon yeah I, I oh my god oh. i love I that a mongoose when it's flying at you <laughs> any any vehicle when it's you can just watch them go flying uh, after you hit them but no personally i i, I I yeah. just hope they add an update so that when you spike someone, they stick to a wall. <laughs> I want that. Cool. That'd be really cool. Ragdoll to a wall. Okay. <laughs> the, if, we're, if we're sticking to power weapons, the hammer with the dash is is ridiculous. The, the thruster is so much better in this game because it's it's limited. Yes. Uh, yeah. I just want them to play uh, Bon Jovi shot through the heart, Nick, when you uh, <laughs> shoot <laughs> someone. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why they can't. Am I? It's getting late. We want the uh, next the last question if we want it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. From Perfect. Hassan. Okay, Big Z. Why, oh, there's also a very short one from Tavish. Uh, no, Tavish, I don't think the repulsor is in the campaign. Obviously, we don't know yet because we haven't gone through the whole thing. Mm. But there are only those four slots, and that's the four we saw in the campaign overview, from what I can tell. Hello, fellow Spartans, and a special welcome to Sikmakanico, who has finally popped his. Jesus, is you had me at Halo Cherry. What with the shadow drop of Halo's <laughs> multiplayer and all of us putting time into it, I hope, I wanted to ask a question that does not revolve around the Battle Pass because it has been discussed to death already. We haven't actually talked about it at all because it was dumb. So I therefore want to ask a positive question, and that is, what is the one aspect that pleases you the most so far about the game or what you feel 343 has nailed the most? Thanks as always. <laughs> I'm going to cheekily go first and do it in a very simple and direct way. I think 343 have nailed the heart that needs to be in a Halo game. And the sandbox is really cool. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that was going to be my answer. I was just going to say sandbox. <laughs> just sandbox. I mean, that's a good thing if everyone sandbox. says that. So I, I wouldn't yeah. say that's a negative. No, it's not. I mean, that's really Halo's always been about all those pieces coming together, right? It's never just a one thing. It's that all of it just works to create, you know, it all works together perfectly when it's Halo. So, yeah, good answer. Anyone else? Oh, wait, Jesse, you're <laughs> muted. You have a blue screen oh, to death. I muted my, I thought I muted because there was noise over here. And then I, I actually hadn't, I missed the button. So then when I went to talk, I muted myself. But the grapple shot physics hmm. are just like, oh, in just yeah. multiplayer and fooling around with it in the academy and stuff is 
as satisfying a grappling hook as I've ever had. Because unlike battlefields where, you know, it's got to work, it's a hook, and you're pulling yourself up, and it's this big swoop. Or even Titanfall, where you just pull yourself in a straight line at something. The actual physics and learning how to do this, and you let go, and then you do a slide at a ramp, and you take off like a freaking meth addict. It's... (laughs) Yeah, it's great. I'll go next. I'll be pretty quick. Obviously, based off just the multiplayer, I feel like they've, they've nailed the hook. Uh, by that, I don't mean the grapple shot. I, I mean, like, I don't play multiplayer games. Not really. I play them for a little bit, and I'll stop. Last night, we literally played for, like, three hours. Night before, I played another three hours, and I didn't want to stop, really. You know what I mean? I just wanted to keep playing. I, I don't know if it's a mix of of the post-rock that plays near the ending that kind of, like, hypes you up and goes, okay, it's a close mm-hmm. match. Let's see who wins, or the way the matches start. or I, I don't know what it is. I don't know if I can quantify it. But they've nailed them. I gotta say, you know, it's a good thing that you're saying this after I gave you the multiplayer review to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> it's uh, also what I was I, hesitant at first. I have the I have a question for Abe uh, from the audience, and that is, on a scale of one to green with envy, <laughs> how jealous are you of myself and Rand for having played the campaign? I'm very jealous, uh, but it's only a few weeks away. So I look yeah. forward to rubbing it in your face yeah. too. Uh, you know, it's only a few weeks away. You know, you know I'm, I'm going to pull out. Um, you know, our friend. Uh, Don't we'll get demonetized? No, 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 no. <laughs> Stop it. Oh, <laughs> too, too much talk of seeds lately. Um, <laughs> but no, I, I'm going to pull out the thing that uh, that King says. You know, hey, thanks for beta testing it for me. I'll play the more polished version in a few weeks. <laughs> Oh yeah, let's see how it is. I'll be playing. No, it. I, I, I would, I would love to be playing it right now. Every when I'm watching those videos, I mean, it just, I can't wait to get my hands on it. Just, yeah, I've already taken yeah. time off. There's I, a couple yeah. days. I have that whole week off. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, that, that was it, Abe. Um, no more questions. Oh well, then I guess it's time that we can allow uh, John to go to bed. Uh, but before we do, you know, normally we do the sign off this time. I usually kick it over to Soul, but John, I do want you to. to actually, I'm going to let you do the sign off because you have some things to, to talk to the community about. So I just want you to take a couple minutes and just oh. bring that up. Oh, and okay. It's exciting. I, I've been seeing it behind you the whole time, so you know, I definitely want you to get that in. Okay. Well, do you know what? Because oh, it's, it's you guys, and it's my first time when you had me at Halo. <gasps> Are you ready for Ooh. this? Oh, oh shit. Oh, no, I'm oh, not. Big reveal. Oh. So uh, I got this back from the video team today. All right, this is an exclusive for this podcast. I was going to save this for tomorrow. Ooh. Nick's probably going to be mad. <laughs> it's our molded dildos. Oh. <laughs> oh, it's not. Okay. Are you ready? I'll, I'll scrub that. So for everyone watching, um, you can see behind me an image of it. Uh, Xbox Zero as an entity are creating a book. And that book is a celebration of the original Xbox console made back in 2001. And I have here in my hand the prototype of that book. Right? So (laughs) this is the real prototype we are launching the Kickstarter for this on Monday. I linked it in the chat. You'll be able to back it and you'll be able to get a copy of it. But to give you an idea 
of the quality. You can see the the print here, 2021. You can see some of the design inside. I'm just going to try and do a flick through, but it's it's not only going to have a compendium of every single game ever released for the original Xbox One. It'll also have excerpts and uh, articles and long editorial pieces on the biggest games, as well as discussions with journalists and content creators. Halo. Um, and it's, it is glorious. It is literally one of the coolest things we've ever done. We've got Nick and uh, NVG there, Colt, Clobberall, uh, some guy called Rand, uh, Seamus Blackley. <laughs> um, long story short, this is probably one of the coolest things uh, I've ever personally been involved in, and I am extremely hyped to to get this into people's hands. So, um, yeah, Kickstarter, that, this that could be yours. <laughs> Look at we, it. We should pixelate that, but that's how sexy it is. But <laughs> it is very sexy. So there you go. Um, but I'll, I'll be chatting more on. Um... Did it fall? No, no, no. I just plonked it down. I've got tiles on the floor, mm. so it made a louder slap sound than I was perhaps anticipating. I'll be talking more about it on the Xbox Era podcast tomorrow, which is at 10 p.m. UK time. And whatever the time zones are that you're in, I can't remember the actual official figures. Oh, so it's at 5 tomorrow? Some, 10 p.m. my time. Oh yeah, yeah just so early five ahead of us. Oh yeah, five yeah five p.m. Then usually it's six six Eastern. Yes, yeah. yeah, we're the EST crew, so yeah, yeah. I don't understand your guys. Yeah. We're in EST world, you guys. Just <laughs> I, I have to usually yeah usually I you know I have to ask you know ten times before every meeting because I, I just you, you need to give me the EST time to do that conversion. Oh, see, John thinks he's all fancy because he's zero on the time yeah. GMT <laughs> zero, not a hero. Um, but look, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to pop my yeah. You Had Me at Halo Cherry. Um, <laughs> I look forward to coming back on uh, at some point in the oh, yeah. more near future now than uh, <laughs> far future. Um, but, you know, I'll certainly be back on to hopefully talk about Forge uh, yeah. next year for sure. For yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's, it's been great. Thank you for having me and allowing me to gush and wax lyrical about um, one of gaming's most storied franchises. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's nice. been a pleasure. It's yeah. been a pleasure. Thanks, Thanks for joining us, man. Yeah. All right. Nice. Chat, and everybody who actually took some time away from playing Halo multiplayer to <laughs> talk about it, uh, thank you so much. We appreciate yeah. you being here. Thank you for watching, all of you. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye, right. everybody. See you. Adios.